Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. He has a lot of problems. Struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. Don't bleach your, your hair, you're, you're a sellout. Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 224. We are here to wrap up Houston Supercross, first round of the East Coast, 250s. And uh, got a lot to talk about with that. Not so much to talk about with the 450s. We are going to have privateer hero Kevin Moran's on to talk about his career best Supercross finish. Um, and outside of that, we've got a couple rants. We've got a couple... Other things, we got a TLR tinfoil hat segment we're going to get into, so it's going to be great. Uh, before we get started, let's just thank all the sponsors. So first off, show presented by Complete Racing Solutions. Check them out, completeracingsolutions.com. Coach Rob will scientifically help you both on and off the bike become a better racer. You all right over there? You good? Okay, cool. Great. I'm glad the intro is going well here. I'll mute you while you adjust your microphone. Um, also... Presented by TLR Coatings. Check them out. TLRCoatings.com. Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. From two-tone wheels, motorcycle frames, to small batch production jobs, TLR Coatings will powder coat anything the right way. If you're looking for some custom Coating, they can do that too. So you can really have that factory look. TLR Coatings, serving Southwest Michigan and the surrounding areas for over five years. Check them out. TLR Coatings on all the major social media networks. We do shipping on all your parts. So if you're rebuilding the bike somewhere, say you're in Texas, you guys want TLR Coatings to help you out. They do shipping nationwide, no problem. So, um, also on board with us, Holster Co. We got a Holster Co. Reload rant coming up. Uh, Gutterworks, they are going to present our uh, 450 race recap because they are always well hung. Uh, we've got the JT Cycles on board with us. Adept Creative Co. going to be bringing you 250 race recap today. And we got Isaac Nelson Designs with all the logo help and Edgewood Farms for all your CBD needs. Links in the description down below. Discounts for some of them in the description down below. Make sure to check them out. Thank you to everyone that's been using the discount codes at Holster Co. Mike, the owner over there, was texting me the other day. That code's been used several times and not from local people, which is super cool. So thank you for everyone who is uh, helping support the sponsors that support us. Um, also, if you want to support us, there are Amazon links in the description down below. Click those. Go to Amazon. Buy something. We get a small slice of that. Um, there are merch links. You can get the new uh, Moto Aftermath Show t-shirt here. This is our HRC model. We're going to be coming out with our next model here really, really soon. Uh, in fact, Isaac just sent me over some proofs yesterday or something for another for the next one um so that'll be coming out soon dropping probably fuck, that should drop next week i guess uh because we were gonna drop it every like four rounds or something we kind of missed that boat but anyway uh so yeah so links for that in the description down below um also links for patreon and i dropped the first patreon episode the other day it is up it is live so if you go to patreon and you subscribe to any of the tiers of patreon you get access to it um we sit down and talk about the races of yesteryear and we link them to YouTube videos so you guys can watch the race and kind of see what we're seeing. And uh, listen, the first one we did, obviously a classic 07 Orlando, which I know is pretty typical. Everybody does. The second one we're going to do, we need to film that soon or record that soon. Um, 
will not be a race that you would think we're not going to do 2014 uh, Toronto yet. We're not going to do, what are some other classic ones? 2014 St. Louis was classic. Yeah, we're not doing that one anytime soon. Uh, pretty much the first oh, hold on. You're still muted. Oh, Go ahead. Nice. Glad, glad I'm muted. Still. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> pretty much the first four races of 2014. Yeah. I mean. So we're not doing any of those yet. Um, we're going to do some some off-the-cuff ones. I believe I have 2001 Redbud up next. Uh, Tortelli and Carmichael. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that'd be a good one. I got to um, send that over to you guys so you can watch it so you can, just can have it. And we should yeah. do 2015 Phoenix when uh, Eli and Kenny went at it. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, no, there's one from, oh, God, what, what year was Porcel relevant? 07? Uh, 09. 09. So it's 09, and it's a battle between him, Stroop, oh, yeah. Barsha, and Wilson. Okay. All the way through the whole main best race I've ever Nikita seen. Nikita Suzuki okay. days. Well, find the YouTube link, send it over to me so I can save it to the yeah. playlist, and then we can... Porcel we can... stuffs the fuck out of Barsha. That's twice. awesome. So anyway, um, yeah, so make sure to uh, to go hit up the Patreon. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month. So every little bit helps. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And uh, if you could drop us a like, comment, subscribe, would be awesome. Subscriber numbers are growing. That's cool. Shorts are popping off we are doing multiple shorts a week if you guys are at an event we're at like a local event make sure to check out the shorts because at some point there will probably be a video of you up there we were just at me and cole were at the uh what was it the mxr arena cross yeah at yep. the michiana event center on friday Pretty um cool little deal yep took a bunch of videos there watch t sewell basically lay the smackdown on people <laughs> well so it's funny we talk about sewell so I have my chick there, right? And yeah. I'm explaining it to her. It's like that meme, you know, the dude with the flat bill. It's yeah. like, that Travis Sewell guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I was, like, telling her, so the arena cross that's coming back that you were telling me about, and you mm -hmm. said it looks kind of cool, why don't we have one around here kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, that guy used to win all those. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The normal arena cross. Uh, that those, guy has also went top 10 at a 250 East Supercross. Yeah. So. Also been top 10 outdoors before. And he was, he was ripping pit bikes and big bikes the other yeah, night. Yeah, he rode a bunch of shit. Not, as soon as I saw he was there, I was like, yeah, it's game over. Tried yeah. to pay him one time to take out Bowers at an arena cross. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't do it. I think he got into it with Stank Dog at one point. <clears throat> so Yeah, which him he and, probably, they he, were good buddies back in the day. But anyway, a pretty interesting guy to have on here. We were there. We were there for for several hours the other night. Me and Cole. Um, I got a bunch of bunch of videos of people. So if you were there uh, and you listened to the show, make sure to uh, check out the shorts feed. They start going up like maybe. I don't think I have anything going up this month from it. I think it's March. Those are going to go up. So hmm. March, March and beyond. So make sure to check those out and uh, feel free to tag yourself, repost them. Did you get that guy reading it? Which one? Uh, <laughs> I got I got a few. I was telling him. Well, did you get the uh, all eight dudes falling on the start yes, trait? Yes, on the I finish did. Line? Yes, yes, I got that for C class. The dude yep. on the KTM that just went and and and, and no, then his bike went get, shooting across the place. Didn't get that one. Nope. <gasps> um, I got a couple different block passes that ended, including a block pass where the guy behind fell. <laughs> like yeah it was interesting so anyway i got some i got some funny uh some funny crashes and tip overs nothing yeah. serious which was good so um did you ever hear about anything happened with that girl the other night where they uh, brought I the ambulance find in? out if anybody knows and listens to the show let us yeah. know because there was a girl on friday night that they brought the ambulance in that was weird i don't know what was going on with that because they took her boots off and her goggles so i'm not really sure anyway hopefully she's okay yeah she's see i mean she kind of stood up and then fell and i saw her legs moving and stuff so like i get i don't know i'm not sure anyway 
in the studio with me here, normal co-host, Justin Cole. Hey, boys. Hey. Yo. What up? This is a big money show now. We have made $12 off our short so far this month. <laughs> it is the fifth here, so we're doing big things. Yeah. Look out. Expansion coming. By next year, we're going to be able to afford another GoPro. <laughs> it's gonna be sick so uh, anyway we're going uh, back to the roots going back to our roots here uh hopefully the budget's really low we we've had a lot of things on the docket to do this year but we lost a lot of money last year so <laughs> so with this year the budget's way we're, lower well we're just fighting to break, break even that's that's the goal yeah man the cfo really fucked up if we can break even you know we were trying to do big things last year guess right? what guess what you know what this guy needs to do Hire a CFO? No, he needs to value the experience with his homies much more than the monetary value. I mean, I do. That's why we went to eight races last year, and fucking I'm hugely, yeah. hugely in the negative from the show last year. Just because we love it. Just but the, because we but love the times it. were... The times memor- were good. The memories were everlasting. Everlasting. Oh, St. Louis and that flying W, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Let's jump into this here. Um, so first, again. first thing on the docket, we're going to wrap up the 450 race from last night. 450 race recap brought to you by our friends at gutter works always well hung josh and kayla over there great moto people really love the sport got a bazillion kids that are all into it they all ride it's awesome love those guys so oh, thanks yeah. thanks to gutter works always well hung check them out link in the description down below so 450 race recap here we'll get started well i think the questions were kind of answered with eli tomac and what was going to happen after that wreck. So I don't know if you guys have watched it. I've watched like yep. the Dirt Sharks and all the other different interviews and stuff like that. Nothing was wrong after that wreck. He couldn't believe it himself. He totally thought he was going to be fucked up and not able to really do anything. Did all the training this week. Wasn't sore at all. And, you know, a lot of it, having watched that crash a hundred times now, I think comes back to he got lucky and went tough block to tough block tumbling. Yeah. That was That was his savior. But... He comes back last night, um, and I'm not going to lie, that heat race, and we'll get into Sexton's night here, that heat race didn't look great for him. He was he had nothing for Chase in the heat, and I don't know if they made a bike change. I haven't listened to enough stuff where they've talked to him yet or anything like that, but then main event, he comes out, and man, he just runs the pace just somehow. Doing Tomac things. Doing Tomac days. things, just, just runs the pace, and I haven't looked at lap time charts or anything yet, which I know shitty shitty host of the show because <laughs> i should have i should know all this information by now but it's um it's one of those things it's just like okay cool man like i don't know what the difference was in the hour and a half between that heat race and that main but in that main he just he had chase's number and he just kept in front of him figured it out and and what was also impressive is the only guy that's that's been the best at it is let's chase get close yeah. drops the hammer gone yep so i don't know if there's like any psychological game to that like he was feeling it that good but as soon as chase made a run he dropped the hammer and was gone yep and that was the most impressive part of that race to me yeah i spent those three years battling with coop yeah well here's the thing that i found interesting last night so tomac was running the outside in that sand and it's still like so we've seen sand sections before where tomac goes the outside because it's just like this nice smooth arcing thing which it's it wasn't last night that sand section was shit for everybody i can't yeah. wait to talk to kev about it because you could tell everybody was t- i mean when they were going inside it looked like i could have rolled through there that fast like it, it didn't look great and for some reason sexton he kept just beating the brakes off the inside yeah. line and like couldn't 
figure it out. And that's, I mean, just the eye test. And again, I'm sure we'll, we'll know more as the week goes on here and stuff. That's where he was losing time. Like yeah. that, that was what was costing him being able to catch Tomac. And then I think by the time that broke in enough for him to actually run it at a decent pace and not lose a bunch of time, then the rest of the track had broke down enough that he could not make up the time that he was making up in the laps before that. Right. Cause we all saw it like about midway, like he was close and he was right there to like try to make a move, but just couldn't quite get it enough in the sand. And then he'd get into the rest of it. And it was just like, Oh shit. I think he was hoping that that third roller would get flat enough where he wasn't getting yeah. any lift and he could just drive into it. But even then though, with the way it flowed to the outside, like, you were still going to have to lean in coming out of that corner, whereas Tomac, like, he could start straightening out after the apex of it. Yeah. And I was just sitting there going, every lap he'd do it, every lap he'd do it. And I'm like, dude, like, first off, the berm actually in that corner didn't really start till the second roller. Yeah. Because you couldn't really lean in at the start of it as you entered into it. And I'm just like, dude, with how hard you have to angle it to even, like, straighten a little bit, you were tiptoeing around that as far as you were to the inside. Whereas Eli, he was literally going to the outside, and then right as it started to roll through, he'd start to lean in already. And yeah. then by the time he hit the apex, he would already start carving it really hard. Yeah. And that was where that literally was where Chase, because in the whoops, he, he would catch Eli yeah. every time. But that section, I think it truly came down to that section. That was where yeah. he was losing time every lap. And another thing, too, is if you noticed, this happens every time you do sand sections, especially deep beach sand how much sand was getting carried onto that straightaway. Mm -hmm. And you could tell when Chase would pivot out of that, he would start to lose a little bit of grip every time because all that sand was getting pushed to it, where Eli, he was already straight going down that as he exited the corner. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it came down to. And I think by however many laps they did last night, call it it 15 minutes in, I think Chase realized he wasn't going to catch Eli. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, all right, whatever. But I think think this is where Eli's at in his career now because – Let's look back before 2020. Eli goes and has a heat race like that. Granted, it didn't happen that often, but he goes and has a heat race like that where he just gets dropped. Yeah. And let's not get it twisted. Homie got dropped. Yeah. Like, that's why I made the comment in the group text. I'm like, uh oh, these boys are in trouble. I was Because we haven't seen that since like. Put seven seconds on him. We haven't seen that since like (laughs) Stu RV days in the heat race where you put seven, eight seconds or whatever. And then you put like three seconds within the first four minutes. Mm hmm. So. I think that the old Eli would get frustrated and he would not ragdoll himself into the ground because, once again, Eli's never been a crasher, but you just see those mistakes that would compound and compound. And this is just where Eli's at. Fucking how many titles and how many years Mm -hmm. now? He just, (laughs) it sounds really basic as heck, but he just knows how to win races now. Yeah. Well, and let, let's put it this that way. Vent mentality, bro. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's 30, and how many how many titles has he won since 2019? How many titles are we going on now? Yeah. Imagine this is just a shift in our sport to where guys can win when they're older. I think that's... God, what, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of these dudes, like, retiring at age 27. Here's yeah, and, and we'll bring this up. I'll make note of it in our, uh, our later section, but, uh, yeah, just the narrative's kind of changing on pushing guys in and, like, mm-hmm. this doing all the laps thing has been more... More pushed. That has been really pushed really yeah. hard this it's year. It's good though. So yeah, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Great thing. I was gonna say we can we can talk about Sexton here too. So like that heat race, I mean you sent the text, and I'm here to tell you, when Ricky and D B are on the broadcast saying the things they're saying there, you know that was impressive. Cause I mean, dude, Chase got behind him and rode behind him for what, not even two laps mm. and was just like picked a spot which was through the whoops and was just like, see a bitch. 
and I he think was I, gone. I think I was actually more impressed in practice that he was at one point two point four seconds Dude, faster than that second. That was crazy. Too. What was it like fifty point oh. four? Well, and then yeah, he, he was still over a second faster at the end. But then I'm sitting there going, "Where the hell is he making up all this time?" And I know and they he showed was, it. Then and I know he, it. yeah, and I know he, in the whoops too. Like that was a big part of it, especially that on-off section after you come back across the start, and then everybody figured it out. But the whoops. But I'm sitting there going. I haven't seen somebody put two seconds on second place in practice in a long time since like Stu. Yeah, and that was funny when Ricky made the comment. He's like, "Yeah, man," and I think it was in the main when Chase couldn't get around Eli. He's like, "Yeah, dude, I've just been like smoked." And you know, he was talking about (laughs) Stu in the heat race, and then I just like I'm depleted mentally. But also, a lot of props to Chase because he could have pulled a Chase Sexton and imploded in that main event. And because I think. I think last year's Chase Sexton tries to go after Eli, ragdolls himself into the ground, mm-hmm. and here we're sitting up here on Sunday going, well, Chase Sexton pulled another Chase Sexton, yeah. and he's out for a few rounds. Yeah, Sexton showed some maturity, too, in my opinion, because uh, it looked like he was making the charge, mm-hmm. um, had a great lap, closed the gap a little bit, so they put the camera on him, and in that lap, he made two, three good mistakes, one coming out of the sand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the inside line, Um think there was something else he didn't maybe a little swap in the whoops or something got a little crazy that rhythm section before the finish there was a few times where he was like a little yeah yeah so i i think he showed some maturity and was like all right well you know i'm I'm just gonna ride it in tonight yeah because if i ride like i do in that heat race in a main one of these nights Mm -hmm. he tells me all it takes is a start all it takes is a start from him i was i was truly thinking after that heat last night i'm like this may be the changing of the guard that we've seen. Yep. Just like, just like you go back to like when Ricky passed McGrath at whatever the hell race it was Yep. and different times like that, you, you look at that stuff and you're just like, man, that was, that was the changing of the guard. And I was like, we're, we're about to see this because the way that heat race went, it was like, <sighs> scary yeah. thing is, is that he has that. Sexton though. is the guy. Yeah. If Eli's out of here, that's the scary mm-hmm. thing is, is him. that he has that yeah. and he knows that he has that. And now he gets the mental side of it figured out. That's why I made the comment and why I said to you, I was like, yeah, I'm not picking him for the title favorite. Like, Eli is still the guy at this point. Yeah. But I'm sitting there going, I'm like, dude, I don't really care about who's ever coming up from the 250s. If Chase can harness that mentally, mm-hmm. that's that's a scary yeah, thing for these dudes moving but, forward. But a whole another asterisk, though. And, and again, tangent stuff that we we really suck and we keep getting on him. But he's going to go to KTM. He's gonna have to restart. That's a, that's a thing. No. But I think his and technique, now, though, can favor. He's just dude. Let me, he's just let me so ask, good. Let me ask you this though: Is it does it turn into because we're talking like this? Does it turn into like a stew thing where like he's riding to that level because of Eli? But then when Eli retires after this year, then all of a sudden does his level? And I, I hesitate to say come down because I don't think the level's gonna come down with Jet. But does the level come down? I don't think Chase has accomplished it? enough yet. Okay, I'm, that's I just mean, my opinion because he's I can still see hungry to accomplish. I can see okay. where that because that's the thing is you got to think about with Stu. Yeah, Stu had already accomplished so much with all the wins and racing the greatest of all time. Yeah. Whereas I think that Chase, he's gonna look at a jet and he's gonna have that pissed off moment in his head. He's like, "Well, you're the reason why I'm not a Honda anymore. I'm a KTM now. Now I'm gonna go beat you." Mm-hmm. I don't. I could see where that thinking would come into play, but I don't think he's accomplished enough yet. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I just thought that crossed my mind. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, let's put it this way. We all can agree. It's there. Oh, To yeah. be like, like if the switch really flips all, like right now it's like flickering. It's like, it's like it's just touching, but mm-hmm. not quite there. If it 
touches and it goes, this season's over and he's your oh, champ, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like outdoors. Yeah. It's going to be outdoors, but I like that he's looking big picture. He's going, well, just spot him another three at seven. He was pissed last night, though. He was. He was, and you could tell. He was on that box, and he was pissed. Probably like, because though, he knows his dad's going to yell at him. But I, <laughs> I liked, though, and and I always used to get up here and complain about this. He didn't point the fingers at anybody. No. He took mm-hmm. the blame. Because yep. remember a couple years ago when I would say it, it would annoy me about Chase that he wouldn't put the blame on himself. He'd be yeah. like, well, you know, this and that, but the bike wasn't good, or this guy, whatever. Yeah. Shane was playing games exactly. online. But he, he didn't do that. <laughs> no. And I think this is a mature process. for. I think that you can tell that he's growing. And look, man. If Chase is going to be in this till the end, if it's anything like outdoors, dude, this is we're be- we're good. We're we're golden for ain't content. That, yeah, ain't that crazy to think about that we have that aspect in our sport where we watch people mature, mm-hmm. like that on the maturity side of things, where they're these guys come in at sixteen and they're punks, every single one of them, dude. I mean, we're going to get to this with a guy uh, later. I don't know what place, but a Kawasaki guy. We're going to talk about it. maturity, putting yeah, in all yeah. the laps. Yep. So yeah, I think that that's such a cool part of our sport that people need to experience or, mm-hmm. or take note in you know what i mean i hope that people i hope that a lot of these young guys that are still in the 250s but then that are eventually here the next year or two going to the 450s could look at chase and they can even look at eli late into his career and look at ac and look at all these dudes and realize that hey man it's okay to just do all the laps yeah, yeah. you got to be healthy you got to yeah. be healthy if you ever want to win a championship yep. yep um all right so uh ando gets third and quiet, quiet quietly and that heat race was so this is where like i don't look at the sexton sand thing as like a big deal because that sand section ate so many dudes last night everyone and everyone was like it fucking sucked there's not like one person though. i like it. i mean it was cool there's not one us. person that yeah. i don't think had a, didn't have an issue in that yeah that so like Anstey. yeah so like i don't <laughs> <laughs> i watched him go around it in one lap and I'm like, holy fuck, there's that MXGP guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he looked fine in it. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll no. get to that. But, yeah. anyway. Um, oh, Justin Torney, no. But, yeah. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a quiet third. That heat race, though, man, I really felt like he was holding everybody up. Like, he won it. But for the first half of that, I was like, man, he is holding up Coop. He's holding up, what was yeah. it, AP, everybody that was in yeah. it. Because they were all bunched. And I'm like, oh, man, he is just so all over the place that they're like, I don't even know where the fuck to go to get around him. Um that interview concerned me a little bit on the podium. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't pay attention it. to it. I guess he Go looked ahead. a lot like what he did all of outdoors when he was getting beat by forty five seconds. Where he's uh, just his head. Was, I, there was a point I was just going to bring his up. His head was down, and he just like really low tone. It's like, yeah, man, like I just you know got third. It's good. Like those guys are just. And I'm like, man, I know that Ando's not a really like pumped up guy. But when you're sitting there and you are just monotone and you're just like, yeah, I guess like, he won two of those or he won that main last week. So like, he yeah, but I, I think, think that he's he, looking he, at it. It's though. just like outdoors, man. He was kicking ass last year and these two took a step up. But yeah, I think he's true. looking at it and he's going, oh, man, now I got to up my level again. And I think after last year winning so much, I think that he thought, OK, this I'm is here. the bar. Yeah, this is the bar and I'm better. And then I think he's going, oh, dude, now I got to go again and let's. Once again, Ando, we can talk about how sketchy he gets sometimes with his racecraft, but he's not a guy that crashes a lot, and he's not a guy that really takes chances in the sense that I'm going to go to my red and then go beyond that red. That's why he hasn't been hurt a lot in his career. And if he's sitting there going, well, this is my max and it's not good enough, yeah, that 
concerns me a little. That that's just what I got. I don't know if you guys can go, will go back like go back and watch go that back interview and watch it for sure. But yeah, I, that's what I got. Maybe I'm totally wrong, and I was just reading the situation. But it just reminded me a lot of outdoors. He was like. Yeah, I was just good enough to get third. Mm-hmm. And then when a guy like Ando just said, basically saying, I'm just good enough to get third, he's he's already done. Like yeah. He's already done in. We're only round time. five yeah. or whatever, round four. And he might be mentally. Anybody think that that bike, even though it's the same one, that they've taken a step backwards with it this year? Anybody think that's the issue? No, honestly. Because that I'm, thought has crossed my mind Honestly, already. I just think that right now Chase and Eli just kind of – like Maybe. I'm not disagreeing with that because I guess I haven't paid close enough attention to like how is because I I looked at how his races have gone and I yeah. don't think it's been the bike, but I just think this is where Chase and Eli are at. I think that right now Chase and Eli have elevated to a level that we haven't seen since Ricky and Stu, mm-hmm. as far as being better than everybody yeah. else. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even put- call RV and Dunge because RV was just faster than Dunge all the time. Dunge was just more consistent, I guess you could say sometimes. They put, they put so Eli put 12 seconds on Ando, and Chase was about three behind him, so they basically put 10 seconds which on him. Which is a lot in Supercross. Which is a lot in Supercross. Especially when you go East Coast. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think those two are on another level. I think Anderson's so, too. scratching his head. Yeah, I think yeah, because so it's what he got to do. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch him in the coming weeks and see if he can take a step. Yeah. So moving on here, AP is fourth. And that was a good ride for AP last night. Like he looked good all night. Saucy so. in that heat race. Yeah. 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 No, that's he's that's just what the doctor ordered for <laughs> Mr. AP. He is chomping at the bit to get in the money. <laughs> but now he's got to do it again though this next coming weekend. Yeah. He can't he can't go get tenth this weekend yeah. now though. That's what it is. That's in the money. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he, he I was watching his uh what top five? No. No, uh, podium. Oh, is this a joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was, it, it was his interview with, what is it, Swap that does How Was Your Weekend or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it might was be true, like, though. It's like, I get in the money. Might be true, though. It might be yeah. a joke, but yeah. it also might be true. Yeah, like, he probably has oh, I think that's a him and Mookie thing, dude. Him and I Mookie bet. are always talking about getting that money. Uh, maybe I'm reading too much maybe. into it, but you also kind of got to think with what AP's been. Maybe top five. Maybe it's a joke, but it's also a little bit of truth underneath <laughs> yeah. this. This is like, like this is the joke, and then this is like the truth. Oh, top five. Is there probably top five bonus only? Maybe I don't. I bet I would see KTM being like I said. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm is he because he was talking about getting in the money of like into the podium. So maybe he's podium bonus only. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong with that, and like I just haven't seen enough. But just like my mind goes to maybe the the joke, and then there's like the truth right there. But hey, you know what would be great if they actually talked. If they fucking talked about their contracts, that'd be so cool. (laughs) Oh my god, it would open up such another. Ah, never. Oh, sorry guys, never gonna fire it up. All right, and uh, moving to his teammate there, which he did actually beat, which is impressive. Cooper Webb, fifth place. um, Do you guys think he was gonna be? Ba- I thought that track of all was that that would be him. And that be is not what Roger ordered. No, no, so no. I mean, we didn't really get to see a lot of him last night. Anybody got anything where he looked terrible? Um, I heard something. Okay, um, this will be fun. And I don't know where. <laughs> no, it, this is uh my buddy Ray Boy T. Should we get the oh tinfoil hat out? Oh boy, no! Don't get the tinfoil hat out. He said he saw that they were testing in California this week. Webb and them. Okay. So they, and I think it was Webb. Craig was for sure. Craig for sure, but they set that bike up for West Coast stuff, and that track was way more East Coast. Man, that traction traction stayed in the dirt all All night, night. which was interesting. Look, the only thing that I saw is the intensity didn't seem there at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and he was too inconsistent with a 3-4 before you go back across the start. There was a lot of times where he was going 3-3 and then just launching to flat into the corner. 
So he yeah. could just dive to the inside. Talking coop. Yeah. yeah. But then the next lap, he'd go 3-4, and it's like, dude, we know on the 450s, 3-4 was just the line. Yeah. And he just, I don't think he was, was consistent There was a lot of guys enough. that weren't going 3-4. I love that yeah. track, by the way, though. I, I don't know about you guys. Was cool. I thought that track was sick. They said that. I thought it was sick, too. It was okay. It was. Yeah, I, I thought there was a much. lot more options that guys really had to think about, especially that on-off, like, over-the-table 3-3, like, was the line. Mm-hmm. But I could see where... If you just timed it a little bit wrong, how easy it was compared to just dumping on off was just so much simpler. Yeah. So I like that track. I well, thought it was were, good. All the lines were just as fast, but it was cool because it opened up like, okay, this is getting chewed up. I'm more comfortable doing it this way. Well, now. and then mm-hmm. the, the section Which before is, the finish, instead of everybody, the main line was roll on off, and then everybody started going, oh, the table oh, oh. three three. And so they didn't ju- have to jump it into the corner. Just as fast, but it was yeah. still different. Although I did think more people were going to go three onto the table like Hunter did at the beginning of the night. Yeah. But then I realized like you could just saw off that corner. But anyways. That was the only thing that I saw. Hmm. Just I, intensity and just inconsistency. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's really weird to me too because usually this is where he excels on on the East Coast stuff. Yeah, which is yeah. Did you listen to Clinton's thing on Race Day Live at all? I did, but I don't remember. I might so, have been kind of sleeping through it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean was, you mean I was Dan just, Hubbard didn't wake you up when what, he was yelling? Oh my god! Dude. All right, let's he's got to go. he's got to make some drama meat or yeah, something. Let's, let's not, not go, go there. there. I made a mean tweet. I took it down. Thank you shouldn't you. have. I took it <laughs> no, down. You shouldn't have. Now we look like Ando. Um, AMAs in the in our oh pockets. Boy. I got to thinking. I was like, Ugh, I'm a little. Sean hard. Brennan. Beep. <laughs> you know. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, Clinton. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> Clinton, uh, he made a good point that Webb starts those beginning lines, he like those super far inside in the beginning yeah. of the race. Um, and by the time it gets past halfway of the race, that's when that line is just getting broken in. Yeah. And that's why he is so much faster in the second half of the race. Yeah. And he's only been fastest qualifier four times in his career. Yeah. Only set the fastest lap time in a main 12 times. His whole career wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. It's like super interesting. And then he went as compared to Roxon, who was fastest qualifier a million times. Yeah, and, and that's ac- that's accumulated zero Supercross titles. But yeah, yep. yeah. But it was super interesting. No, yeah. It really makes you look at Coop and, and really respect how he's figured out how to win two titles. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I just don't know if Coop has that level when Eli and Chase ride like think that. So. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Like you can be consistent all you want. But at some point, dude, if you're going two seconds a lap slower on your fast lap, like mm-hmm. that's gonna be, oh, that's yeah. gonna be I, a problem. I think Chase and Eli are. This yeah, this series might end up turning. It might turn into outdoors. Yeah, where I, this is the Chase and Eli I was show. Say, I'll be really honest. I don't see. Does anybody see Webb getting in no. here at all? No. I would love to see it. It would could, be could, awesome for the sport. But yeah. I I truly don't believe he can go with those guys. Not could, when they ride like that. And the thing is, is that we know that they can do that. Yeah. Granted, Supercrossed outdoors, but because we've seen those two elevate each other. Yeah. I just don't see anybody else because even if I look at Ando at his best moments last year, okay, maybe one of the rounds he could run that pace, Mm -hmm. but he ain't going to be able to do that every time. And that's the thing is we know that Chase and Eli, especially if Chase has found this newfound maturity, how how are you going to do that? How are you going to go two seconds off? And I keep harping on that, but it's because Chase did it so many times Mm -hmm. last night. Mm -hmm. I just don't see how any of these dudes are going to elevate. And honestly, these other guys, this might just be a battle for them of who can get third. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So moving on here. Uh, so Barsha is six. Okay. So they follow. <laughs> let's just go here. So they followed Barsha on like a lap or two during qualifying. Ooh, wait. What? Okay. The amount of movement going on for how slow it is is unfucking real. Like, bro, this is like. Um, have either of you started listening to the Craig on Gypsy Tales thing? No. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about Danger Boy and his revving or whatever. Yeah. Whole nother topic, and we can get into that later. But. He's like, bro, 
In fact, he doesn't even talk about it with Danger Boy. He's like with any of these kids because he went to many O's, and he's like, and he's like, dude, I will, I will make you a second lap faster. Just shift the bike up, dumbass. Mm -hmm. And it's like with Barsha, hey, I'll bring you half a second more a lap. Just fucking quit moving. Like, well, here's my thing to that. There is way too much. For him, it's almost, for him, it's almost muscle memory, dude, because he's been doing this his entire career. Dude, it's that's absolutely thing, though, wasteful. That's that's why he's never been good on a 450. No. I think oh, it it's wasted energy. It's very yeah, much yeah, wasted I think energy. it tires him out. But, Probably. Then, but as far as like the revving thing goes, yeah, um, he's been vocal about it. I've heard on... Probably a Steve oh, podcast oh. or something, but you look at the data like Barsha. Oh, I'm not even and, talking about Barsha he's revving. Right the, he's right in the meat of the power. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, not talking about Barsha revving. That that's not that's not yeah. it. Because yes, I've heard the same things yeah. you are. I'm talking about literally two laps. I'm watching him do fast laps in qualifying, and the body English is like uh, well, you confused some, me when you went into the some thing. more. Well, I'm just saying it's like yeah. a comparison of like, it. hey, you. if you rev and you shift up. You'll gain a second a lap, dumbass. Barsha, if you quit scrubbing. Barsha, if you quit moving so much, you'll gain half a second a lap. Here's bro. a funny thing, and I'm about to go all nerd technique for a minute with oh Barsha. But if here you, we go. It's just, Should we get AJ on the line? Because he Dude, will. I would love to have a conversation <laughs> with AJ. Like, I me, can't wait to see the comments that are like, these fucking guys have never ridden a dirt bike. Yeah, I, tell him AJ, AJ, I, would, I would love to say because AJ teaches the right way to ride a dirt bike. I yeah. would love... The comments that, but anyways, you look at Barsha's body position. You look at his lower body, perfect. You look at his upper body, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, dude, Barsha's just been like that. I think it's like muscle memory with driving a car. For mm-hmm. him, it's natural, and he doesn't yeah. think about it. And this is who he is. This it's, is just this who, who he is. is. Yeah, this is who he hey, is. though, you know what? He's never won a 450 title, but he's made a lot of money and he's had a good career. So for him, he just looks at it. Dude, oh, I'm he's 30. He's been in a lot of headlines. He's like, I'm 30, dude. Why would I change now? Yeah. Watch him become like 40 years old and just be like a dude that rides fourth gear all the time. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just I mean, never some, shifts. Look, man, at some point, you just your body ain't going to move that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah, um, biggest head moto's ever seen. Yeah. So, so I mean, six is okay. Six is okay for him, though. Well, I gotta hung, listen to the, the well hung. Look hey, brought to you by Gutterworks. Okay. Justin well Barsha brought to you by Gutterworks. Gutter Look, man, <laughs> well hung. Hey, I really do want to. I have not listened to the podcast with him and Jace yet, though. I haven't either. Uh, I haven't even started. I'm not, be I'm not through the Craig He's never one. been on a podcast. He talks before. about yeah. how stupid he was as a kid. Well, that will be awesome to hear. I, I haven't made it through the Craig one yet, so like I'm trying yeah. to go in order. Yeah, God, Jace has been getting some good shit lately. I know. I saw the Barsha Best and the Craig is. ones coming up on like some preview thing, and I was like, oh, sick. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, all right. So Justin Cooper makes his 450 debut, and that was better than anticipated. Oh, Seventh place. I oh, called this. Whoa, whoa. I told you guys I was high. On whoa, him. we were both. He hit. didn't. I don't think he looked like stupendous, but man, he just what you said. Put in all the laps, just consistently, and was just there at the it's end. Kind of how he won his title, though. Yeah, and Supercross. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just is there. Yeah, the just watching time. videos too. He won the eye test for me. And let me hit you, hit you with this. He, oh, I fucking lost my train of thought. God, God damn it! How many concussions have you had? I've had a few, dude. Yeah, okay, I've had a few. Yeah, okay, but uh, oh, let me hit you with this. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I had to. Yo, hit... <laughs> squirrel! <laughs> oh my god! I had to hit factory reset. Right this now. is uh, a, this is a short, yeah. short for sure. Cole has stroke off. Oh wait, let me hear you guys. this. <laughs> anyway, think about jumping in four rounds into a series. Yeah, yeah, that was and, impressive. And running for in that. the top ten like that. You and pass, never riding in the 450 class at all. Mm-hmm. You passed Ken Roxon on the last lap. Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's impressive in itself. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be just fine when he goes to that. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. He'll be 
He is very much, and you're not going to agree with this. He's a very much a Savachi, I think. Yeah. He is a great. Well, they they were linked he, up there for a, a minute he, last year. He is a great so. B rider for a team, in my yeah. opinion, because he's just gonna be there. He he's never gonna win a 450 title. No, I don't think anybody's I, calling him races. Huh? I think he won. I think he could outdoors. win races too. I don't know. Supercross, no. Supercross outdoors, would be maybe. interesting to see, but but again, too, he's a good starter. Mm-hmm. So you get him a good start in Supercross on a track that's real one line. He could win one of those too. I hope he's in for Daytona. This is like this is like no disrespect to him, but yeah. it's like, dude, you're just like just this is like people that try to be entrepreneurs that are not entrepreneurs. Like the second second tier guy at Google still makes half a million bucks a year. The thing though yeah, that I think we got to right. think about with that comment, and I still agree, I don't think he will win a 450 title. Yeah, dude, he might not. He probably isn't even going to win the 250 outdoor title. No, I don't. Think I, so. I hate to break it to him, but no. anyways, I found I've had a newfound respect for Jake Hoop. But the thing you got to think about though. As far as where his like projection could be, mm-hmm. is you got to think about when he goes to the 450 full time though. Look how many of the top guys are probably not going to be there though. It's going to be basically like racing against the 250 guys. What is so you're going to have Jet, you're going to have Hunter, you're going to have Joe, you're going to have RJ. So what you're going to have AP, Coop, Dylan probably. Well, yeah, yeah, Dylan will be in there, but Eli. What's it, the what's the over under? He's got all. He's already got a letter of intent signed for next year to be the number two rider for Coop at Star. On a 450? Yeah. I think it depends on how this goes. I'm yeah. just saying, what what what's the over-under? Like, that has to be the deal, right? Yeah. I yeah, think there's think something so. pretty tied into that 250 outdoor deal. He wants that one bad. I don't think he's going to get it. I hate to break it. it. I don't think he's going to get it I don't either. think so That's going to be a rough. That 250 That's a whole t- other show. That 250 outdoor that. title is going to be rough. Yep. Um. All right. So, Kenny had a well, bit of a rough night. Dude, you got Hunter, Joe, Vial, J-Mart. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm out, yeah, I'm out on that. Yeah. I'm anyway. out on that. We'll what? get to that. What we'll, just hey, nope, nope, not yet, not yet, not yet. We're on four fifty. <laughs> no, no, I know. Kenny looked. He didn't look good. Ken was not good last night. I wonder no. if they changed something and it didn't go great. Yeah, or is it just I think the they East went Coast the wrong dirt? way. Could be, could be. East he Coast. didn't look comfy all day. No, Mm-mm. I still am on the whole kick that dude. He does not look good in the whoops and on that Suzuki. No, but I'm. S- I'm not writing it off yet. No, no, me I neither. Still think he's what, we're on third, fourth in points. Yeah, fourth, something like that. Sorry, I'm still fourth. thinking we're on an upwards projection here. Yeah, no, so, he's, I'm not, I'm not worried about either. Ken. But we got to have two or three more weeks in a row of we're like this to tenth place, and yeah. then I then I'll start pushing that panic button. Right now, yeah. I'm just like, eh, we just missed the setup last yeah. night. Yeah, so. and this is where Ken is. This is this is yeah. who he is now. He's mm-hmm. the guy that should have won a title, but he probably never will. Yep. Probably not. So, um, Joey Savacci, ninth place here. Just he is um solid dude. There, he's in my tinfoil hat. Oh boy, thing. Later. Just solid man. But it, I don't know. I guess I could say this now instead of saying the two fifties because it's directly about Joey. After watching what Anstey did last night, it, even though two different guys completely, it really makes me wish that these vets, Joey, could drop back down to a two fifty. Yeah. I really wish he could because mm-hmm. yeah. he would have a spot at Pro Circuit. Like that, yeah, and he would make more money than anybody on that team, and that would have been a hell of a race. In his, oh, in a post race interview, I was listening to him last night. I guess I don't know if it was Mitch was facilitating some things or Mitch was over there doing some things because he said they made some changes and went in a more positive direction, which is why he's in the top ten. And he was put Joey Savacci on a pro circuit two fifty. Put, dude, put Joey Savacci on a pro circuit four fifty. That's what that thing is going to be. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean that's what it is right now anyway. Because Mitch like has Rick built wears, those bikes. Rick yeah. wears names on the side of it, and Mitch is backdoor and shit. Yeah, you also look at Joey too, and he hasn't had one of those big moments yet. He's just mm-hmm. been—I think he's another dude. Just put all the laps in, man. Yeah, just trying to finish. Because what he's ten, ten, nine, nine. Yeah, I he, like that narrative, dude. I do. He's only just got, put the laps in. He's only got four more of these supposedly. I mean, and here's the thing. So what? You're gonna go to Tampa, then you're gonna go to Arlington or Oakland. 
Arlington, Daytona. I think he can do the exact same thing in the next four rounds. Yeah. To, I mean, there's no re- there's no data to show through the first four that he can't do this for the next four. Here's my thing. If Mitch is helping him out this much, how do they not put that bike on the pro circuit truck and just take it Rick to the... shit. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, dude, what's what's going... We'll get to that later because it's my tinfoil hat. It just might cost him the... Well, I guess I don't really know. Rick Ware's not even at the races, so I don't yeah. know why he would care. Um. All right, so AC... 10th place here, and I got to tell you, I was going through an existential crisis watching that main last night. Oh, he's on your fantasy team? Because I had AC on on my my fantasy team, and I had Craig, and I needed Craig to move up to get better points, but then I'm like, I can't have him pass AC because AC... Zero points. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, fuck, man. He had two moments last night, and they were both in the whoops where I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. But other than that... Craig was was on my team, Mm -hmm. and way to the back. Justin Hill was on my team. 12th place dude maxing out <laughs> restart hill mm-hmm. goes to 10th or no hill goes to 18th or whatever mm-hmm. and craig goes to 10th yep fuck me <laughs> but ac man he's just doing all the laps just good solid yep. like i said he had two moments last night but once again who didn't which moment some... did you see that one on the start for ac yeah no this was like 17 minutes in where he faded way right in the whoops and almost like went off oh the yeah the, he did yeah. Go he off did the go track. off the track yeah. no but i mean like he almost i thought when i saw him go go off the track he was like Okay, now I'm like high siding. Yeah, oh, but I'm yeah. like, oh, AC, just well, calm her down, bud. Well, first uh, down that first rhythm lane, and then you take it right before the finish. Mm-hmm. That last triple, he tripled into the corner and landed on the pylon. Oops! Yeah. Right in the middle of the the pack like that. He just yeah. look, hey, just looks good. Yeah, just, he's just do solid all the laps, at this man. Point. Yep. So it's just weird to think of AC just being a tenth place guy. <laughs> yeah, eight to ten guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny to see him and but Joey. At some it's funny. Point, it's it's funny though. Pop. It's just I keep going back to this the monster thing. It's funny to see him <laughs> and Joey. They're like eight to ten, and they're like nobody would have seen that coming. Nope. No. No. Nope. All these years later. Um. So Craig is eleventh, and Craig had a rough night. Going back to fantasy there. Watching that first start, and I just I see like, him the only eat. fucking white bike. Yep, down. And, and I just see him eat shit going up the tunnel jump, and I'm just like, well, fuck my life. And then the restart, and I'm like, thank you. Hell yeah. And then, and then it was like staggered yeah. restart, yeah, and then and I'm, I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think, I was uh, like, yes, here we go. You think he's a little bummed out seeing Jay Coop jump into the series like that and go get seventh? Probably, but again, I think it's that bike. Well, the bike. Well, that's my point why yeah. I thought Jay Coop would be good, because he's not going to be searching for yeah. a bike setup. That bike, we saw Eli, Dylan, whatever, but... Yeah, if I'm Christian, I'm probably not super pumped that Jay Coop jumps in and get a seventh. So I give Craig a lot of credit because at no point has he pressed it on no. the team. He's put it, he's took it all on the chin himself. We get to round 13, though, and we're still having an issue. Might be a different story. I was going to say. He was a little more alive in practice, though. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was some sparks there yesterday with that thing, yeah. and hopefully it continues to get better. But it's, I like listening to. Jace's podcast with him, he he's spinning it in a positive light, but it's not. You can tell it's not great over there. Big problem though is is now Mookie's out for the series, yep. so it's all on Christian. Yep, and he's the only guy there. I yeah. told Kev to call Husky when I found when I heard that Mookie. I mean, maybe after last night. Out. Maybe after last night. I know. I know. So, um, all right. So, uh, Dino. Deaner the wiener. <laughs> Deaner the wiener. 12th place. Just ah, epic battles just with Craig. 12 to 13. That, Dean the that, wien, dude. That Deaner yep. wiener is just 
Hey. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. Not going to do it. Dean the Ween just stays in the top 15. Does, uh, wow. <laughs> did you just think of that right now? Or did yes, you just sir, have that like, the in the dome, back dude. pocket? So no, that's off the dome. Oh, nice. Good job. <laughs> Dean the Ween on number 15 as well. Oh, man. Has anybody, said on the dome. Has anybody noticed uh, he's still rocking a, rocking a rock star helmet? Oh, yeah. He's getting a check. Well, mm-hmm. he's also got the froth on the side, too, though. But the rock star went with him. Yeah, that which I didn't know that until literally I was watching a vlog of his this week, mm-hmm. and it popped up, and his kid was in a rock star hat, and I'm like, that's weird. Maybe he just got one before he like took off. No, he's still and then all star. of a sudden, I'm like watching his helmet, and I'm like, oh no, rock star! I didn't know rock star was still with him. So oh, that's yeah. interesting. Well, that, they they love his presence yeah, online. Yeah, hey, you notice he got a filmer. Yes, I did. I did yeah, notice good, that. Because him doing his own vlogs, they're funny because Dean just has a personality like nobody else. But God, sometimes they're like, there was one I was watching where they were, uh, they had left. They went to, it was him, Martine, Max, and Wilson Todd. And he was like filming himself. And it was just him driving in the Sprinter. And it was the most awkward thing because the camera's just on him and he's just not saying anything. He's just driving along and he's like talking to himself. And I'm like, oh, dude. Hmm. Interesting. But, Sometimes hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do in the vlog world, dude. I, 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 mean, I don't, okay I don't watch Dean. a lot of his stuff. In the, the one the last I, one was hilarious with Ryan Hughes in it. In I the, didn't see that. So <laughs> fucking Ryan Hughes is in there. He's like, Dean, you gotta open up your you gotta arc it. You gotta arc those hips. Tell your mechanic to put arc it baby on the pit board. <laughs> and then Ryan Hughes he like bends over and goes, Ooh. And then Dean Wilson's <laughs> in the background, bends over and goes, Ooh. It's just Have you guys seen his knee? Oh, that thing's gross. It's have you seen it? No. Dude, oh, it's like there's like a second knee growing out the side of his knee. It's terrible. Well, you know, he's had like 13 knee reconstructions. I know. I know. Trust me. It, but oh, God. I was watching that in the vlog. I was just like, oh, God. I, here's, I a, here's a real question is, is who's had more injuries, him or AC? I don't know. Oh, oh. Caloric deficit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, coach. Yeah. All uh, right. Dean, though, man, just solid. One yeah. other guy just kind of embracing this point in his career. Mm hmm. Which I think is great. Like, yeah, I, good for him, I, man. I think he'll be around. He said he's missing his setup a little bit. He, They're trying to well, find something with the suspension on yeah. that bike. He'll yeah. be around in this. Yeah, maybe he's, yeah. maybe he's rocking a 500 kit. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I heard they got two 80s in the pits. <laughs> We're going to talk about that, We'll too. get to that. Uh, no, but good for him, though, man. Good good for him, and maybe he can stick around after this year. Yep. Um. So Colt Nichols, 13th. Good start. Went stayed down, up, though. Stayed up front more, so that was better. Down in the sand. Yep. Um, yeah, who wasn't? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Kevin Moran's uh, career best, 14th. Job, fantasy we'll owners really needed him yeah, last yeah, week. <laughs> yeah, he really came through for the fantasy owners this week. Uh, and we'll talk more about him when we get to him. Uh, Shane Sins, McElrath. <laughs> for a second there, when you started saying Shane, I was like, what? Johnny Shane. Johnny Shane. Uh, 15th. He is searching for setup, too. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of searching for setup going on in that Suzuki truck. Which I mean, who the fuck if they had to? Yeah, exactly. Chiz um, must have been searching for Freddie Norton set up because you know just took that front end right away. From saw them. it right out. We'll we'll talk about that in just a second here. Um, yeah, so that LCQ. So Starling sixteenth. Hey Ray. Clayson seventeenth. John Short eighteenth. Cartwright nineteenth. Hill twentieth. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Dylan. Just sign was, an outdoor contract only, um, man. Let me just. Oh, t- that was bad. I, tell, was not I, good I was fu- I was 
saw him not moving, and I'm like, that's not fucking Every good. time I see Steve him in a, said and then he the didn't breeze. move for a long time. Well, dude, time. he just like literally landed, but his neck was kinked when it landed. All I'm thinking of is his neck and, dude, his like concussion. Oh, see, I thought the way it looked when they showed the replay, I thought it looked like he got spun around and his helmet, like his chin I mean, maybe, caught yeah. on the ground and like pulled his head like this, which isn't good either. Dude, every time I see somebody Rotational in a neck brace. Impacts, what gets you. Yeah, every, it was. Every it, time I see someone in a neck brace, man, I get, I just, I get bad flashbacks. I've seen too much of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I totally thought that was Benny laying on the yeah, ground. Yeah, when you were saying Benny, I was like, what are you talking well, dude, about? Well, dude, I'm looking at the well, board because and it's saying, out. Yeah, but then then you're Benny's thinking, out. And yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet. So that's Benny. And I'm like, dude, Benny just needs to retire. But when you said Benny, though, stupid. I'm thinking, did I miss Benny crashing? And like, there's yeah. two, both Yamahas are oh, down. I know what he was talking about because you probably picked him in fantasy, didn't you? No. Uh, no, no man, but I was just like, holy crap, man, the, he needs to quit. The thing but. that sucks for Dylan is like, this year was starting off just solid for him. Yeah. His starts were better than ever. Like, he was just a solid, what? four to seven guy i know he wasn't in the you know points or whatever but like he, he was like six in the yeah. points it's like i don't know what else he had to do like he once again and we talk about doing the laps and maybe that's not the same thing for him but he was toning it back D- oh man i don't know i feel like he should just i don't think this will ever happen but he just needs to sign an outdoor only contract yeah because supercross as good as he is in moments and as fast as he is he just it's costing him outdoor Listen titles. dude, I think that is a total possibility with the new SMX thing. And he's got to because here's the thing, we know in Supercross what it, the wind can come at any time, but outdoors, he's already done it. He's a title threat every time he Use rides that. Up. Get your way into the SMX, win an outdoor title and the hybrid tracks are right up his alley. I hope so, man. I really I really think that next year the contract situation will change for everyone yeah. once we get through the first full year of SMX and WSX here. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, but that was that was not good. Look, I don't know who Dylan's agent is, if he even has one. But if that, whoever that guy is, he really needs to like, hey, man, maybe we should just do outdoor only. You can win yeah. an outdoor title, and then you could once again, like Cole just said, the SMX, their speedway tracks. Like you're real, you can be really good at those. But dude, he he's just got to be done with Supercross. This is this is costing. See, because as good as he is in Supercross, or he can be, it's costing him a thing that he can actually. We all know he can win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has anybody heard anything? No, I haven't either. No, I looked no but earlier. his wife was. Yeah, was that was, was that Paige? That yeah, was, that's what I thought. Well, yeah. I know that they're friends. Shout out Paige. Craig. Shout out Paige. Nice Craig. woman. But dude, fucking love that. Family. It just it bothers me when you see a guy down. Take out the fact that I'm a huge Dylan fan, and then you can see the fact that his wife is like having a meltdown because yeah. all I can think because I've seen that shit before. Here's my thing: How do we get on the track? <laughs> Like that, like that. I'm watching that, and I'm like, "We are. How not, are they out there? We are not as important as Paige Craig. I mean, I guess, I guess when I was at Oakland and I was down there, there, like... there was a bunch of people. <laughs> Same thing, like when Matilda's on the track, in, in and the they thing. have to pull her back, dude. Everybody, She's like right in there. And they're like, say, Yo. everybody, everybody talks about that, and it's like, uh, yeah. It's so like, anyway, hey, you go, you go tell Matilda to get off the track. Yeah, you, you deal with that. Um, all right. So Benny was also out. He finished. Maybe he should sign. Yeah, that's why I texted. I was like, "Fuck! If he's back at the truck, he might as well come back to the gate for the restart." Um. So yeah. So I don't. Benny just needs to quit. Like, I mean, that's harsh. It's harsh. I'm sorry. It's it's harsh, but it's like, dude, how many of these times are you gonna fucking wad your shit and go to the hospital and just not finish a race? Look, man, is it wadding it or is it crashing and he quit? I well, think he's got second, a lot of quiz. That could be too. Did you hear JT talking about last week when he crashed on the last lap there? And then instead of going over the finish line to literally finish the race and go back to the truck, he went to the mechanics area and sat there for over a minute talking to his mechanic before he went back and went across the finish line. 
What are you doing? Look, man, some of these guys. My yeah, brain this, just don't work well. Some of these, <laughs> some of these guys just, can't, dude. It's just simple. They just can't ride supercross. Yeah, just can't ride supercross, man. Now, last thing, four fifties. I want to talk about here. That LCQ. <laughs> Fucking wild. <laughs> Holy shit! I think if you're in the top ten of an LCQ, there should be a five hundred dollar bonus for being in the top ten of the LCQ from Feld, because There's all of your content, and both of all the- of your moments. Come from the LCQ. Both of those LCQs, and they always are, were absolutely wild. Dude. Mm-hmm. Except Josh Cartwright, man. He was just gone. <laughs> I mean, you've got Chiz literally T-boning Norin. And Chiz is the nicest fucking dude <laughs> ever. And then the of nicest. all people, A-Ray is the dude who just like hits him and goes off to the side and falls over. So And, and then just, come to find out, A-Ray was going to get docked two positions anyway, because so, he went off oh, the track really? and went wide open down oh, the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did <laughs> see that. Can you imagine... A Ray makes the main, main. off that tech- technicality, <laughs> and then, and then they're like, "Nope, you're docked two spots." Oh, man. <laughs> like, and uh. I just can't imagine me and John Short coming around thinking, "Yeah, dude, it's over with." And he comes around, and he sees three dudes just, lay <laughs> just laying on the ground, him. and he's going, uh, "Oh, what? Fuck, I guess I'm racing the main. Tonight. I guess I'm in the main tonight, guys." <laughs> what's What's the over under that A Ray was hurt, or he just did that and then was just like, "Fuck," laying on the ground. I bet he was like, "Fuck me." I mean, here's he's a, that, that is, is totally an A Ray luck to do. That is the most A Ray thing I've ever seen. Dude. Just literally as normal. Well, the way he this. fell. Well, the way he fell because he went like this and he just like fell flopped on his back. I mean, he just like went like this. Just epic. Which is unfortunate, dude, because he honestly looked really good in practice. Yeah, he looked really good all day long. Yeah, yeah. And that's just that's A Ray. <laughs> oh man, that's just A Ray's luck. Him in fantasy next week? No, I was oh, tempted. I almost, t- I, I was tempted. tempted. I was like, because uh, I was watching the practice, the qualifying. Dude, and I was Randis like, dude, he's out. good. He's the next guy in yeah. line. Yeah. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, fuck. Uh, it was terrible. It was hilarious, but it was terrible. I just so. don't know. I just don't know what Chiz was thinking, man. I don't know either. And like of all people, of all people to get into it is Chiz and Norin, the two yeah. dudes that don't cause drama with anyone. Yeah, of all people. But you knew Chiz was going to do something. Yeah, but I just didn't think though he would literally oh, like saw the front the end. Oh, and, but he did. I didn't think there was gonna be no saws. Uh, like, yeah, should have had that starter button. No. Chiz is here to make money, bro. <laughs> no shit. No shit. <laughs> should have had that starter button, bro. Dude, if you were gonna start- hit the button, you'd be in the main. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's Chiz's luck. You think he's not he working? Was, you think he hit him? It was like, all right, we're good. Let the clutch out. Oh, I think he was thinking he was having an existential crisis, wishing he was on a Yamaha. <laughs> he was like, oh fuck! Now I got to reach down. Now I got to pull this thing out. Now I got to go to top dead center. If I was a, if I was Norn though, I'd have just looked at him, just stared at him. Yeah, just the whole time, just stared at him. Oh, I would have jawed at him. I would have been like. How's that kickstart, bitch? Because once again, though, two dudes that have been doing this for how many freaking years yeah. that don't get into it with anyone are the two dudes that are laying on the ground. And yeah. then and then uh, A-Ray. That was a hell of a... Hell that of was a just an A-Ray moment. And like yeah. I said, I think Short, like when he went over the finish, he's like... Just <laughs> and I'm in. And I'm, I'm in, guys. Take it. Yep. But he's also like, oh, Nord's my teammate. Yeah. All right. Um. So that was your 450 race recap. Again, brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. They're always well hung. Much like Barsha. Um, hey, Justin Barsha brought to you by Gutterworks. Works. Always well hung. Get, get Barsha a Gutterworks sponsorship. All right. So we <sighs> are going to take a break here. We will come back with privateer hero Kevin Morans. Talk to him about his career best finish, LC, the LCQ, even though he was in front of all the real craziness. And uh, yeah, bust into everything else with this race. So we will be right back. All right, and we're back here, and as promised, on the phone with us, our next guest up, brought to you by Edgewood Farms for all your CBD needs. It is Privateer Hero, career best finish at Houston, Mr. Kevin 
Morans. Hey, buddy. How are you guys doing? We're great, man. We're great. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing great. You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty skinned up, unfortunately, from uh, a qualifying two crash. But uh, other than that, obviously, ended on a high note last night. Yeah. It so- wasn't a high note for the fantasy owners that picked you last week. <laughs> <laughs> what? It wasn't? Well, well, because we picked you see, last now you're week, gonna get him and we wanted to pick you this week fantasy. bad. See, with the fantasy thing, me and Cole picked you last week at uh, wherever we were, A2, and you really fucked us. And then this week, the, <laughs> people, the people who picked you, you fucking literally made their whole night because you maxed out in points. Yeah. So us owners from last week are a yeah. little upset, and I'm thinking we're going to have to clippy-clippy <laughs> the fucking salary for the next yes, time. Yes, because this you. is exactly what Kev thinks oh, about when he's oh, going to the line. Oh, my line. goodness. This is what I Kev's thinking about when he's going like to the line. You, fantasy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up. I don't like how you just said owners as if you own me. That is, okay. what, that is what we I are. I loved how that's how what Kev took out of that whole thing. Is we he's are, like, yo, I am nobody's. We are fantasy team owners. Yes. Therefore, we players. own. Like we motors. Owned you. you guys are, motors are playing. A, you guys are playing a game. You're playing a game. Yes, because Kev Kevin goes to the line. Kev, Kev, that's what he thinks. Kev, about. do you play fantasy football? I do. Uh, yes, I do. You're are an you, owner. You're an owner. Oh, you own man. a fantasy football <laughs> team, right? Yeah. Exactly. Same okay. thing. Look, Kev, different game. I don't think that at all when I pick fantasy. Got so you. you're talking about owner of a team, not owner of an individual. Yeah, but but a bunch you. of individuals a, on the motocross. Well, that'd be really yeah. Weird. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So see, same same thing, same game or same thing, different game, different sport, whatever. Anyway, no, all ball busting aside, we're still Dan Truman. Yeah. No. Great ride last night, man. Great ride. I saw you going around Starling in the whoops there, like towards the end, and I was like, holy shit, here we go. Wait, how could you see me going around him in the whoops? Because you had gotten lapped literally like almost as you were about like you got lapped and then he got lapped, but he was slowing up and like I could just see you in the background, like kind of making them it was it was awesome. I could see it. Yeah, dude, because I was in I don't know, I was in seventeenth for a fat while, they got around a couple guys or no, I mean obviously I was like twentieth and then got around Cartwright, Clayson, pulled away from them, and it was coming up on uh, Starling, and then Starling and I literally just like yo-yoed the whole time. Then McArath went down, and he got going again right behind me, so I knew he was going to be coming on me. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a short right there. Grow up, guys. No way. That's totally a short in the future here. So, Kev talking about so, stop coming on he him. was going to be chasing me down. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, so, I knew I had to keep going if I didn't want to get passed. Because, obviously, at that point, I knew I was in 15. I knew last year I had P15 was my personal best at Salt Lake. And I had literally Starling right in front of me. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, dude, like, I have my career best right in front of me. And I knew that he was struggling in the whoops. I was struggling in the whoops. We both were. So I knew if I got close enough and just sent it through the whoops, I could try to get past him. And sure shit, you know, second to last lap, literally right before the white flag, uh, I just kind of said, screw it, sent it through the whoops a bit harder than I had been, and, uh, yeah, made the pass happen. And then as soon as I passed him, he kind of deflated, because I'm pretty sure McElroy got him on the last lap too. But, yeah, to, to end up P14 career best, I can't 
can't be more stoked to be honest. That's awesome, man. Um, so what was what was difficult about the whoops? Were they big? Was it just the way they were breaking down? What was causing the issues uh, with the them? The way they were breaking down, they were just very cupped. Okay. I thought they were really good. Like they were a good set of whoops. It was solid. It's just the line that I was taking was the main line. Yeah. And because it was a little bit shorter, a little bit more broken down, pushed down, but the cup was just getting gnarlier and gnarlier as the main event went on through mm-hmm. that that line and i was too nervous to go outside of that line because i had a previous uh couple laps in the main event at the beginning and it was not the move so i just stuck with what i knew and just tried to get through it hmm. um all right so you know i gotta ask you this because i pretty much have to ask you this every week how was that quad <laughs> out oh, there? Dude. Oh. How, okay, so that's one thing I was really proud of myself, though, too. Because, like, one, I started second and then got shuffled back quick in yep. the LCQ. Yep. So then I was sitting, like, like, six, and I'm like, Kev, like, that's not the move. I was like, I almost, like, I didn't have doubt, but I was like, you got to you gotta do something if you want this kind of deal. So I was, like, I was kind of, like, on the – I was getting a little bit deflated, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then uh, – got like the triple perfect and i said f it like i was just gonna send it because i knew that if you could get the triple the first triple perfect it was everything it had possible to get over the four and you would make it fine but you have to get the first one perfect so i i ended up just hitting it perfect the second lap and just sent it and immediately passed marquee came right up on short passed short in the next section the next lap i got norn in the whoops and i was just charging forward and i was like let's freaking go so it was sick. It was good. And then obviously made a mistake right before the finish line on like the second or third to last lap and Starling got around me. And then, yeah, just kind of managed it. Had Freddie right on me in the last lap and getting that quad and on the last lap kind of saved me from carnage in that situation. So that <laughs> At least good. Chiz didn't take you out. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's rough. You I'm would. sure like <laughs> obviously love Freddie and Chiz to death. And I'm stoked to kind of be ish in their realm this year. But a lot of I am sure Chase wants a start button so bad because oh, he would have yeah. been a-okay if he had a button. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That so was got to be wildly frustrating. That was gnarly. So you you saved that quad all the way till the LCQ. That was the first time you'd hit it. Did you or did you hit it in free practice at all? Uh, no, I did it once. I did it one time in qualifying and came up okay. a little short and told myself I wasn't going to do it again. I said not worth it. Not 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 a not an ideal situation. Not worth the kind of deal. And then sure shit. And the LCQ make or break. I was like, let's go for it, boys. So did you carry that over into the main as well? So obviously you moved from 20th yes. up through yes. the pack. So the, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing was that I couldn't really do it in qualifying, and I did it once in qualifying, and it scared me, is because it was rutted, right? If it's yep. rutted, you have to you have to not only get the triple per- perfect, but you have to be perfectly in the line. You can't cross rut or be off balance at all to get that distance. No, like, thank you, you literally have to be perfect. I heard so it was 75 feet. In qualifying, it was tough because there was ruts. Like, I'm, I was B practice. I got screwed over by Cooper coming in, and they bumped me out of A. Oh, is that what happened? Because so, I was going to ask that, too. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. I mean, I'm not supposed to say that, but, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, <laughs> it's all right. They, but, they're all about you on race day live, helping you out. To an, to, an extent, to an extent, yeah, to an extent, understandable. I'm not stressing it. But, uh yeah, so by the time I got out there, it was even worse. And then, but in the LCQ, it was obviously fresh, so I hit it. And then, thank goodness, they rebuilt that that transition and the other transitions going back before the whoops, before our main event, which made life so, so, so much better and safer. So, like, super happy that they did that. 
So yeah, I was pulling the quad. I'd say seventy percent of the time in the main event. Yeah, you think that was a big key to what helped so that you make was, up that? Was, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. that's where I, that's how I would. That's I mean, that's how I got around Clayson. That's how I got. I was gonna uh, say up on Starling yeah, several like that times. That was so, that yeah. was the passing. Yeah, because yeah. Clayson said in an interview I heard that he did not do the quad all day. Or if he did, no. he maybe did it once, and he was like, yeah. nope, I'm done. Like, I'm not he, – he was like you. He came up just a little short and was like, nope, not even going to try it. So, yeah, if you were busting that out, that was a good thing. Now, did you end up um, in Q2, did you end up using that line I was telling you that everybody was starting to do, which was the going over Hello? table? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Are you there? Oh, crap. We just dropped the – the whiffy just dropped. Can you – oh, sorry. So, can you hear me? I got you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Now we're back on the wiki. Oh, okay. Starlink is uh, Star- failing Starlink's us failing here. us over here. Um, did you end up using that line in Q2 that I told you where they were where Chase was going uh, single over table yeah. and then 3-3? Three, three? Yep, 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Did it seem like it was helping? A little bit, yeah. I liked it better just because you could carry so much more momentum into the corner. Because if you go... If you went on off three two, you had to check up a lot on the two or just send it into the corner, which I didn't like doing. Okay. Um, because it was like flat and then the corner, so like you would, it would just, it wasn't settled. It wasn't the same as jumping up into a bull turn. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, when I changed that lineup, I liked it. It was technical because like going table or single over table that next three, like I feel like you could have went four off of that thing. Like you had to be really careful because it was so easy. Okay. Um, but no. So yeah, I think that helped a little bit. But I did. They, they changed up the track a little bit and they worked on that transition to make that line more reasonable because everybody at the beginning of the day was going on off three two. Yeah. yeah. So that that makes me think of another point, and I want to ask you this, Kev. So after that first practice, Sexton was pretty much the only guy doing it, and then the second one, everybody comes out doing that over table three three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And obviously. It, it's got to be Dartfish or the Ghost Programs or whatever that is. Do you okay, feel so like those should be banned? Crazy. How do you how do you know about this? I, I literally have never heard of Dartfish, and I heard Dartfish literally 20 times this weekend. Yeah, so Anderson... What is that? Yeah, is that, is Anderson, that, I've heard that this is like a program where they can lay riders over each other to watch the difference. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Dartfish, Anderson talks about it a little bit on some of like the Gypsy Tail stuff he's been on. Um, but he goes into the truck in between races and let's say Roxon's fastest and Anderson's third fastest at practice. They take those laps, lay them over top of each other. So Anderson can look at it and be like, oh, okay, he's soaking this up a little bit. He's going a little lower in this corner or he's hitting this rhythm kind of thing. So, and then I got to thinking about it. I'm like, don't you think that should be banned? Like it's, it's kind of a, a disadvantage to some of the other guys in the in the pits you know what i mean so yeah. i mean it's a big will dis- they ever do oh, it probably ma- not it's a but. massive it's a massive disadvantage to the privateers that don't right. have access to it i yep. guess but when it comes to technological advances dude like that would be that's a game changer for a team to have so i think it i just think it should be fair but obviously you know as a privateer you're probably just going to step a massive part of your program up to get into that right yeah my thing is is like i like i need to know like 
what's it cost? Where do you get it from? Like, what the fuck is it? Like, is it literally, like, how do well, these teams like, get well, these laps from each, every other person? Like, well, they have a filmer filming literally every guy, but what if you don't get a guy doing his fast lap? Like, I'm confused. Well, <laughs> it was kind of a, a thing that was unknown. I think it was a little bit of an edge for Anderson in his 18 season when he won that title, because mm. he was talking about how he was in the truck with Bobby Hewitt looking at dartfish and stuff, and that he's like a very visual guy. Like, yeah. if you show him a video, he he's, can figure it out. Yeah. Um, and then he went over to Cowie and was like, hey, uh, can I lay this lap over the other one or whatever? And they're like, well, what are you talking about? Like, they had never heard of it themselves either. So, hmm. See, I feel like I've heard of Dartfish forever. So, like, yeah. I don't I don't know. It's weird. It's crazy that you haven't heard of it, Kev, till like, this weekend. Yeah. Huh. Literally heard it 20 times this weekend. I've never heard of it before. Yeah, from the same thing, everybody figuring <laughs> out that line. What do you say? What what were people talking about with it? That figuring out that line for the second practice kind of thing. That... Um, yeah, a little bit, but no, I heard people like joking about it in track walk, saying like, "Yo, send me your dart fish after after qualifying or whatever." Like, I don't know, like it was. <laughs> Kevin's like, what riders, the hell is ta- uh, what are these people talking about? Yeah, I, I yeah, it's like a cool no club thing. What it was. I what? I thought it was like a joke. Like I thought it was something that. Mm-hmm. Had, nothing to do with racing until now that i'm learning that it's it's how they lay riders over each other to look at the difference of times and slaps that they have which, I feel like I they that's fucked up dude it's like these. all the cool kids at school know this secret and don't tell everybody else i feel like they kind of came up with a better name too that's <laughs> a really terrible name yeah i don't know it's uh, like is it an app do we does anybody have any inf- anybody know nobody knows yeah i don't really know no, like the cool kids know all right Kev, so like cool we, kids. we got we got some research for you to do all right kev so here's what i need you to do so i'm gonna need you to walk oh. over to the husky truck i'm gonna need you to tell them hey <laughs> i just got 14th this is a good segue i need to yeah this is a great segue hey, i just got 14th you yeah. have a guy out you need another guy I'm i really want to know how to use dart and then boom then we can figure out what the hell is going on <laughs> and with then this nate dart ramsey fish. comes back and goes we don't have that anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly what? so you there Yep, we're here. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, we want you to uh, ask Nate Ramsey about no, dartfish. I, I heard. Yeah, I heard. I heard everything. No, I went over and introduced myself. Um, told them to consider me if they need to uh, fill a spot like that or anything like that. So conversation went well, but I don't think they're at least right now, as from my understanding, they're not in a crazy rush. But he told me that he'd uh, he'd keep in mind kind of deal, which is cool. All right, so here's what we need: we need all the listeners to go over to the Rockstar Husky. Pay Instagram page and comment below. Give Moran's a ride. Moran's Mafia. Moran's yeah. Mafia. Dude, the Moran's Mafia there needs to go. assemble. And then somebody needs to do Photoshop of Kev on a husky. On a husky. And just put him in the background. Just, just make Look, it dude, awesome. Look, dude, hey, Kev's got enough following the Moran's Mafia. I'm sure they could flood the husky. Hey, and you know Rockstar Energy loves yeah. their insights. It only, yeah, it only takes 500 people to make this happen, I yep. feel. Yep. So. Yep. Rockstar Energy loves their social media people. Yep. Yep. So, so what's yeah, before oh. great him and Christian, just two social media darlings. Boom. And I boom. Just drop. Hey, just like, no, maybe, maybe uh, not uh, use no. us, but yeah. use us and be like, yo, only to talk huge with Paige, Christian, not, Cra- yeah. huge Christian Craig fan. If you're talking to Paige, it'll go over well. If you're talking to Christian, he'll have yeah. no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, dude. There you go. Talk to Paige because she's the real insider that makes things happen over there. Well, and she knows <laughs> us. Christian doesn't. Yeah, dude, there we go. Yeah, see, there we just fixed everything for you, man. Kev's going to be on Husky in two weeks. <laughs> you yeah, heard it here first. No, I, think, I think Craig is actually kind of cool with me because I told him, I went up and said thank you to him uh, after Salt Lake City because he put up the first to the finish line $1,000, and ah. I obviously won that, so I went over and thanked him, and yep. obviously I got race against him, so I think he 
kind of knows who I am. Probably doesn't really know who I am, but he knows my name. So, yeah, I don't know. Craig family, just a good group of people. Wonderful family. Yep. Big, Cole, Cole big do you like the Craig family? Craig fans. I've come around the corner, dude. Good, because you were hating. By I, getting I have turned the corner. Giving a reach around over there. That, big Craig fans over here. Big Craig fans. So We should, we should not say that. All right. So, so Kev, what's up? Uh, just go clearly? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, that was rude. So, so Kev, we're, uh, are you in Florida now? Is that the, that the deal here? Two hours away from Tampa as we speak. Sick. Sick. Hey, we riding at Jumpin' Jack Chambers place or what? Uh, hopefully. Sick. But, no, I mean, we'll kind of see where we fit in, what tracks are available, when they need to ride, because I don't need to ride a ton, you know, a day or two a week is kind of the plan, especially with my whole side and hip and butt and everything completely road rashed. Oh, yeah. So uh, where did you crash? So, yeah. Where did you crash in Q2 there? Oh, oh, actually, speaking of that, I have a, uh, I need to post that up. Here, real. What time is it where you are? Seven thirty. Oh, it's prime posting okay, time on the East Coast. We're on, we're on, we're on Eastern time, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, now I'm going through time changes. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, I have a an epic frame by frame from Jason Freebird or whatever like that. Uh, epic frame by frame of the cramps. So you will see it tonight. But uh, it was in the tan section. Just tucked the front end. Just literally a, like a tip over, over the bars. Kind of bike came up and around. I was going to be totally fine. But obviously I was like wide open in the sand. And the tire, rear tire came up around and just destroyed my back. Sick. Sounds like everyone yeah. else. So Pirellis are eating. Them Pirellis are eating, Pirellis were eating. So. Hey, hey, Kev. Yo, those uh, Don't top, say those stupid. top fifteen bonuses hitting a little different, bro. I made an extra two hundred dollars, or let's just say this: between me getting twenty second at the Triple Crown and me getting fourteenth in the uh, the main event tonight, I think my pay difference is going to be four hundred bucks. Travis, oh Travis, do not That's go on a, a tangent. Laughing, Don't go on a tangent, uh, Travis. Just okay. Punch um, yourself in the yeah. nuts. Hey, right how now. about at least from the sponsors, other than the promoters? Will those be hitting different? Um, yeah, that's a hundred. I don't really have too many. Con- I don't really. Yeah, I wish. I don't really have too many uh, contingency deals this year, unfortunately. Okay. But I do have some good brands, mafia supporters that you know throw me a little bit here and there if I have a good night like that. So that's cool. That's cool. Things things tend to add up, but it's definitely nothing significant. But do you have to do? It all goes back to the program. Do you have to do top ten to do contingency, better contingency for KTM, or what's the deal with that? Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten any contingency this year yet, but usually, like in the past, they've been pretty slow with it. Okay. Um, like last year, I don't think I got any contingency until like round. Well, obviously, I didn't get anything in the first six rounds because I didn't make a main event until round six. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, we don't get paid for night show, KTM. You only get paid for main event. And I could be wrong, but I think you might only get paid for top 20. I don't know if you get paid for top 22. Actually, oh, I think man. that is wrong. I think if you make the main event, you'll get paid. But, yeah, I got the, the payout breakdown right now. The 22nd, it pays 2250 bucks. 14th plays 2650 bucks. So it pays $400 difference from last to 14th. Travis, don't. We don't have yeah, time for this. Yeah, we'll just be we'll be quiet on that, but that's just the information for uh, you. Well, look, see, when Kev gets on that Husky in two weeks, some top ten bonuses will really start hitting. 
there the top go. 15 bonus probably. You know, it's kind of wild because this is public knowledge, but this is kind of wild. To podium, to be P3 in the 450 class, you get 4500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's out there. It's fucking. All right, Kev. We're gonna move on because that Travis right now is really just bothering me because I know he's about to go on a tangent. So we're just move yeah. on. Oh yeah. But he's thank you for the information, bud. You here. actually like to talk Indeed. about the money portion. Indeed. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate that transparency. Yep. Um, Travis. Okay. So I need public knowledge, so I'm not stressing out. Yep. Nope, no. But you're like, but there. you know how guys <laughs> don't like to talk about stuff. So that's what we mean is, is like you even just be willing to even talk about money because. Everybody else would just dodge the question. They'd just, be like, "Let's just move on." Just gonna rub yeah. my temples here while we finish. Cole, this you got anything here. for Kev? Because Travis, <laughs> well, I really want to mute him. Not, I, well, I just got the can of worms out and opened it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for that. All right, all so, right, Kev. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Me? I, I don't know. You know, the Rand's Mafia. Go to KevRand's.com. Check it out. <laughs> That's all I want to talk about. This guy is just uh, just a Marketing consummate professional machine. just all rock, the time. Rock star. We need to, Do we need to put an ad out there for a nice, lovely young no, lady somewhere what, down in Florida uh, to, this to ease not, his pain? He's no. got all sorts of nice, lovely young ladies. Look, what fans. we really need Have to do been, is... Have following his story? Because his story's been fucking What we really fire. need to do what is, is he got a Kev, bunch of women or what? Yeah, dude. All sorts of them. We need to get Kev back on the race day live. Because Dan Hubbard will lose his mind. Well, see, that was the cool thing about being in B Group this week. Now, even though yeah, the track sucked, you oh, were Dan Hubbard was losing his mind, bro. Dan Hubbard wants to take it. you to dinner and wine and dine you. Yeah, and probably sixty nine. Sixty nine. Did they talk about KevinBrands.com and the Brands Mafia stuff? I don't honestly. Remember. No, Dan did. did. Yeah, he, he did, did because he was talking about how he was talking about you giving some insight on the track. And he was just oh, really yeah. interested in your take on it. I don't know. Apparently, you guys had a conversation on press day or something. Yeah, he. No, he sent me a text, so I texted him what I thought of the sand section and the whoops. Oh, yeah, he was super pumped on that. Kevin Moran's helping us with the track breakdown. Except about 100 octaves a lot. Except 100 octaves We're firing off on this guy because he drank like eight Monster Energies before the broadcast. And probably about eight Jaegermeisters. But how was he in a conversation with you? Was the energy there, or is it just for TV? Because he's like real in your face on TV. Wait, say that again? Dan Hubbard. Is he? What about him? Is is the energy real high when he's having a face to face conversation? Not on with camera, you, or is it just an on camera thing that the energy is that high? I think it's more of an on camera thing because he's a he's a pretty yeah he's a normal dude off camera. Okay, yeah, like, he's he high energy. I did have I had a buddy meet. They ran into him and was it him and Lee? No, um, who was the uh, Fresh Prince that was doing the shit last oh, year? Oh yeah, yeah. The they Prince. ran into they ran into Dan Hubbard and Fresh Prince last year at the bar <laughs> after the race. And he was like, dude, they were awesome. We talked to him for like an hour and a half about Moto. So, yeah. yeah so I, I kind of had a little inside line of like he wasn't that high strung off camera. Yeah, I had no idea. I but was asking, but it was it was a curious I don't question. know, but that it's, dude is always promoting the Patreon, Kev's Patreon, when he's he talking is. about Kev yeah. all the time. He's in love with you, bro. He probably really does want a 69. <laughs> it, is the new, it is the new relationship. It's like Ralph Shaheen and James Stewart. Yes. <laughs> I do wonder, yes. though, have you? So, Kev, oh, so you know. You know, it's just it's PR work, brother. You know how I <laughs> sent you that thank you plate? Yeah. Dan Hubbard got one too. Ah, I was about I was just about to ask that. Go. Have you given him merch? Like, have you have you ever given him like some shirts and stuff, and he's been wearing them? Because like getting him in a Moran's Mafia shirt, I really think would be, you know. That yeah. would be pretty trick. I feel like, dude, he. I don't. I don't know if he. He probably wouldn't be able to wear it on Race Day Live just because of sponsorship. But I bet that dude on Track Walk would be supporting that thing all day yeah, long. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um. All right, man. Well, hey. Uh, I can shoot out a text and see about getting you into Moto Sandbox if you want to. Um. I can... Yeah, if we need to, 
let me know, but or I'll let you know if we need to. But okay. I don't know. We'll kind of play it by ear and see what is available. I was gonna say it might. I mean, it might not be like a hey, you can ride there four days a week thing, but I might be able to get you in a couple one and one or two days a week, you know, for a couple of weeks yeah. or something, just as a place to go that's you know is solid. Yeah. So that'd be sweet so yeah so let me know we'll chat about it this week man um so all right well thanks for coming on brother good luck at tampa yeah good luck at tampa we'll talk to you this week and we'll uh we'll let you get uh get back here to uh your awesome drive <laughs> yeah sounds good appreciate you guys all right later man all righty bye all right kevin moran's everybody again brought to you by our friends at edgewood farms by the way, we Good weren't tonight. kidding. We weren't kidding about go flood Husky's Instagram page. Go no, there, guys, seriously, no, they look at that stuff. He's part of the Steel Frame gang already, so like everything transfers over real easy. Top fifteen. Yeah. Dude. Give this man a shot at dartfish. Here's the thing: <laughs> what if he just like goes over there? Like, let's say they're just like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna sign you for the rest of Supercross. We're gonna run two bikes, right? What if he goes over there and starts like beating Craig? <laughs> like Craig's struggling. Okay, I love Craig. We're big mm. Craig fans yeah. over here. Oh, okay. What if this Kev goes to the next fucking level. TLR tinfoil. And just no, we're be- not there yet. And just becomes <laughs> the face of the Baker's program. No. That's <laughs> I don't thing. think Kev would fit in well at the Baker's. No. That, no. I don't no. think that's no. it. That, that, that dude likes bread too much. No. Well, yeah. that motherfucker's <laughs> in shape, though. You don't just blitz a set of wood oh, on the white is. flag like yeah. that. But Kev likes bread too much. Yeah. So. Oh, I love bread. This uh, man loves Hawaiian rolls. Jesus loves bread. <sighs> Four hundred dollars between fourteen. Nope. And uh, let's move on. Nope. Let's move okay, on. Okay. <laughs> so moving on to the Holster Co. Reload rants here. Yeah, I was about oh, to say, we've, we've, talk, we've talked segue. about this. We've talked about this way too much. Okay. Before. So I have. I got one too. I got three. I got. So no. I'll do. I'll oh, do we got to keep the. Keep it's small, okay. Though. Look, keep we got to okay. talk about the two fifty. I have one big one. I have oh, two boy. smaller ones. So I'll do my big one. Justin might understand. Then you can do. Do you have a rant? No, I don't have one. Okay. So I'll do my big one. I don't think I'm going to have a lot of rants. You can do yours, and then I'll do my two smaller ones. Okay? Yes. So. All right, let's make first it First up, Holster Co. Reload Rant here. We always talk about growing the sport, correct? Mm-hmm. And we have talked about these people they bring on to interview at the races, correct? A la Haley Deegan this weekend, you know, whatever. So you go back two weeks here. We're at San Diego. We have the MotoGP guy, whatever his name is, Quanto whatever. The dude who won for a Yamaha. The yeah, dude who won the world fucking title yeah. at MotoGP. A, a literal badass. The yeah. biggest motorcycle Motor- racing and didn't series. Steve, and did Steve talk about this on the his show? Fuck, yes. People didn't know who he and was. And this is, this is somewhat of a rant, like... Don't get me wrong. I listen to a lot of Steve stuff. He went up a couple of I have a lot of I have a well, lot this of respect was talk, for this what Steve talked about. Yes. So Steve gets on and he rants about like, well, Dogger was right there. They should have interviewed Dogger. He's a moto guy. Look, motherfucker. I love Ron Lachine, but Dogger's awesome, and he has great stories, and everybody has great stories about him. Okay? But they're from the seventies. They're 80s. from the fucking eighties, asshole. And this is from an old school guy. They're from yes. the seventies and eighties, and I'm pretty sure yes. we've all heard him at some point. And this is where I'm going to tie this in and make a nice bow about it. You go back to the Astafin interview about marketing to our fucking selves and not marketing to new outside audiences. Okay, I don't need the guys who know who the fuck Dogger is from the eighties. To come watch Supercross. They're already there. Yeah. They're already there. Holy shit. He is we are here. Needed. Jesus, my ears are... You well, want to know who's not here? Yeah. The $25 million MotoGP fans who know who the fuck... Whatever the fuck is... I don't even know who he is, okay? I'm not a MotoGP guy anymore. Used yeah. to be. Not so much anymore. Don't care. Sorry, just not enough fucking hours in the day. Okay, so you're pumped that he's here. 
I'm no, I'm just, I, like, he I'm just, just like this is just the thing because we okay. talked about the whole with the. He's going to get thing, on yeah. his social. He's going to fucking post that, hey, he's at Supercross. The people that follow him, he's got a gazillion fucking followers probably. They're going to go and be like, I, got, I, can I don't, know what, off I don't know what Supercross is. Oh, let me look at Oh, man, look at these guys. Oh, I do like motorcycles. Oh, man. Now we've brought in, let's say he's got a million followers. Let's say 10% go and look it up. Let's say 10% of that are people who have never known what Supercross is. Highly doubtful, but let's just say they mm -hmm. do. Now, all of a sudden, that's 10,000 new eyeballs we brought in. That's why I don't, social media. That's why I don't understand why Honda has not brought in Mark Marquez to a race. Quit fucking marketing to ourselves. Could you imagine that if Honda brought Mark Marquez with the relationship that he already has yes. with Jet and Hunter? Yes. Oh my god, dude. If you get those yes. three if you get those three on screen together and you're talking to Mark Marquez who we all know is a fucking like he's an alien. He's awesome. But he's I also a bad hand. Yeah. Well, he's got, also a badass dude on a dirt bike. I touched his hand and then and I did not it. wash yes. this hand for 3 bring weeks. Honda, Jesus. bring Mark Marquez to a race and shit will blow up. Cuz he's a personality too. Like the other dude, Aquata whatever his name is, the ink like we go we don't even know his name. But Mark Marquez but he's a badass. Yeah, but Mark Marquez though can actually speak English. Yes. And he can relate and talk to people. Yes. So get those three together. Could, dude, could you imagine the line that people would be sitting in for autographs? For, but yeah. this is the shit that I, I hate know. about I the sport of just, I mean, you've got Steve. Put dog around there. Put dog around there. That's that's marketing for ourselves. And then, oh, he's one of them, too, that fucking goes out there and it's just like, well, the sport's never going to grow. We were on fucking SNL yeah. Leno and Jay whatever. Leno and whatever. Look. It's just never going to grow. Look, of course it's not. Because you want to put fucking Dogger from yeah. the 80s nope. in an interview on the fucking show. No offense, Steve. Dogger's a badass, <gasps> but this, 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 this dude. This guy. Is he yeah. really this fired up? No, like, no offense. No, I get it. I get okay, it. Okay, so to branch off that, I really and we're get switching it. gears here. I do get it. This is not. You're Reload rant. So I just, <laughs> that was a good one. No, I agree with that one. I really did. This, this is just you. building up on yours. Yes. Wiz Khalifa was there. And everybody was, was? shitting on Wiz. And I listen to Wiz's music every fucking day. Wait, people were shitting on him? People were like, why the fuck's Wiz Khalifa getting a Troy Lee Designs helmet? Because Troy Lee painted a helmet. Is that who that was? Yeah. I didn't even know that was who that was. That was yeah, Wiz Khalifa. I yeah. honestly could not figure out who. That, I thought it was a basketball player Well, he's or a tall, like, yeah, tone dude. So yeah. you wouldn't know. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. Huge. Oh, my God, dude. This is our and problem, then, And then to branch off on that, same weekend... Jet Lawrence and Antisocial Social Club. Do Are you know what Antisocial Social Club is? Yeah, no, we, we, we talked about, about this, this last week. Huge Dude, their page, brand. their clothing brand page is just like Supreme. Their Instagram page has 2.5 million people on it. Yeah. And, yeah. and all of that clothing sold out. Yeah. And the resale value might be big. But I, I will, And I'm hoping because I bought some. I will say I this, got, though. I ended up getting some. How did you get some? Dude, I got. Don't worry about it. You're on the email list? Yeah. I will, this, though, I will say this though. I will say this though. Eight. It was the A two. Was A two or San Diego that everybody was there? All the different people. Uh, it was. Uh, I think it was both. Usually you get no. like A one San Diego. So and it A2, was A two. There's a lot. So A two. Whatever race oh, yeah, it was. A2 yeah, was A2. that because there was that drummer. And but everybody. this is yeah, showing yeah. though that in a, it partially is growing though because of all the different people that they had interviewed mm -hmm. that were there that mm -hmm. you would normally not see yep. five years ago at a Supercross race. And I just, this is once again, coming from the guy that doesn't give a shit about social media, I just don't understand with all the opportunities that you could bring in all these other people, whether, even if it's, you know, MotoGP guys, Formula One, IndyCar, all these different dudes, we've done the NASCAR thing, I think that's, we've done that too many times, there's too much of a connection there. Mm -hmm. All these different people, all these people would love to come to a Supercross race. 
Bring him in. Like I said, I don't understand how Honda has not brought in Mark Marquez yet. That is interesting. The fact that him and Jet Lawrence and Hunter have a relationship. They've done several things together, too. Yeah, the whole like, Red Bull thing where they yeah. switch. Yeah. Well, he gave uh, he gave Jet the the suit. Yeah. Like the custom-made suit yeah. that probably cost yeah. more than some houses. 10 yeah. or 12 I like the collab dollars. stuff. And with just, the guys like Joe Shimoda and all them, they're all into Nike Dunks yeah. and some of the stuff that the, that generation of people are into. Yeah. They're but, like, we're never going to grow. The, yeah, I guess. This is what I'm talking about with the... And what Asifin's talking about with the marketing to ourselves and the old school and the media partners here. And here, just I'll just go on just that much. The media partners of Supercross and, and Pro Motocross that we're just going to throw our... The sport's never going to grow. This is just where we're at. But we're not going to market to anybody else. We're going to keep interviewing the same fucking people for the last God damn, we got we got number plates falling off. Of the off. goddamn sport because everybody who's there who's... Who's there to watch a Supercross race or watch it on TV, whatever? They're all the people who know who he is. Well, see, here's the I th- don't need another dogger interview. Here's the thing, too, as far as like if we're talking about this, bringing other people in, and I'm gonna put my. I'd rather hear about their perspective. I- than oh dogger, yeah, dude, you know the craziness I mean? of theirs to compare to this because they all say the same thing. They're like, yeah, no, we're badasses, but those guys are next level. And yeah. when you hear IndyCar dudes go up there and like, yeah, not a chance in hell. You know how I feel about open wheel racing, but there's been I've. Sh- heard shit now who knows if this is true or not but i know they have a relationship because they've done a video for red bull there has been talks and since they're both dutch that hurlings and red bull are going to bring verstappen to a gp this year the fact that verstappen if you can get max verstappen especially if it's a dutch race to show up to a gp and they do the whole red bull because hurlings and and max did a thing where max before he won a world title drove the formula one car on the beach Mm. i'm sure you guys saw this it was a big deal yeah and they're both dutch and their buddies if you can get Verstappen to come to a GP, shit would blow up because that dude, I don't know how many followers he has, but I know it's in the millions of followers. Dude, here's the thing. Ricardo said on his podcast with Jace, there's a lot I of Formula One, one guys that fucking follow oh, Supercross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And are well, fans Ricardo of and, Supercross. And, uh, Ricardo and Lawrence's, once again, yes. same thing. They're buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Hunter, Hunter was in the Drive to Survive one from yep. last year. Yeah, so. I don't... I don't get it, dude. I don't understand with the day and age of social media how these teams, with the connections that they have, seeing how these teams, like I said, Honda with Marquez. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't, and like I said, you're talking about a dude that is a badass on a dirt bike. So I just, I yeah. don't, I don't get it. Okay. That was my first, my big. No, that was a good one, Holster actually. Holster Co. Reload Rant. That was a good one, actually. It makes, it makes my sense. rant. You're up. Holster Co. Reload uh, Rant coming to you from our co host Cole. I think I'm an asshole. Nope. Here, let's but. hear it. This uh this shit really grinds my gears. Oh boy. I think there should be like a universal rule on social media for privateers, riders, local A riders. You can't put pro motocross or supercross racer in your bio unless you make a top forty or a fucking night show. <laughs> uh, that's a tricky one there. That is a tricky one, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Who I see some dudes name on drop. TikTok. I'm not name dropping shit. But. Yeah, I definitely know he's not going to name drop on that. Well, do we? Do, do we? No, it's not even names that we know. Yeah, it's it, you're scrolling through TikTok and you got these motherfuckers posting videos of them riding. And I'm like, it reminds me. Travis of the, Sewell could wax this fucking guy. It reminds still. me of the joke of a dude who talks about like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the thing where the the girlfriend talks about yeah my boyfriend's about to go pro and it's a video <laughs> of him on a pit like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and it's just ripping like yeah. a berm or something you're like yeah I don't makes, know man like it's cool yeah you got a pro card and stuff like but nowadays awesome. those hands are but like water I, yeah. but don't be look my rule of like, thumb for that, that if you're not making money yeah doing what's the, it, what's the universal rule here, if, if you're if you're not at least breaking even 
that's not your occupation. There, I, I feel like that's your hobby. Because also, I've known once again, I'm not going to name drop either. Either, but and if I said the name, you would know who it is. But there's guys gonna, in the past. But that have, you do, you don't even have to name drop. You can't even single out people because it's four to five guys different go, people every year. There's yeah. guys that go to every national and have not been within ten seconds of making the fast forty. And it's like, look, you have your pro card. You had enough money to make it to all these races. But there is a difference between just because you have your pro card and then mm-hmm. being an actual professional. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think that I think that you have to. I don't. It's Supercross is hard because like the difference of making the night show and making the main. There is such a big difference. Yeah. But I feel like if you're going to do that, if you're talking about just on the outdoor aspect, you have to make the motos. Yeah. You have to make the mo- yeah. because you showing up and you getting in the LCQ. Cool, dude. You made the LCQ. You know how many people have ridden an LCQ at a national? Yeah, like it's a lot. It's. But I, under, yeah. I understand it in a sense though, because it's like a young kid thing. Because like when I was younger and I was just starting on Instagram, and it may still be up there because I haven't touched my so personal what is Instagram. Start, right? Am I no. am I muted? No, you're good. No, you're good. Uh, it's a it says YouTuber because when I was really getting into that the social media thing, that was when I was daily vlogging every day. And it could it's be like, a loose terminology. Yeah. So, Mine, so like, mine says I, local A-Rider. I mean, I say, so I do understand it, but at the same time now being a little bit older and kind of understanding more how the world works, it's like, all right, dude, if you're not breaking even at it, no. Like, I will now, because you've brought this up, I need to go look at my personal Instagram bio and see if it oh. says it, because if it does still say YouTuber, like, I need to pull that off because I'm not... I'm not breaking even at this yet. <laughs> because we're we getting all, close. Because even though it, it kind of goes back to like the cool kids club joke, but we all know that there's a lot of dudes out there that like if you were having a track walk and you saw X, I'm not going to, once again, not going to name drop, but if you saw person X who's made, you know, 95% of the mains and yeah. then you have person Y that shows up that goes to Supercrosses, but has maybe made three night shows, person X, and if they hear person Y say, yeah, I'm professional, they'd be like, oh, you're a professional, huh? What, how, mm-hmm. how many night shows have you made? Oh, you've made one percent of the night shows that you or the race yeah. you ever showed up. Doesn't make you a professional. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's cool. It's an accomplishment it to is. have a pro it card. Is. Maybe say pro card holder. But it was but a lot no, harder. No professional athlete. <laughs> it was also a lot harder ten years ago to go get your pro card than it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you guys the story. I I sent in some money. Yeah, you did to try to get it, just to try and get one. And this is no disrespect. Got denied. And this is no disrespect to anybody that has a pro card. You have done the work. You've. It's an accomplishment. So I'm not dogging on that. Ten times the rider I'll ever be, man. But it's just. But there is a difference. This is our job is to break this kind of shit down too. And so no, we're not throwing shade at anybody. We're just. And I agree. I agree with that. There, that is a thing. We've all. We have a lot of those people in Michigan. There should just be a universal rule, like maybe like. Tone it back a little it's bit. All, it's all relative, okay? Like, like yeah, you're you a local, suck it, compared to Eli Tomac, but compared to me, you're going to fucking yeah. roll circles around me. Like, like, a, like a local A rider like, or something. Like, yeah. I, like, I am very confident that I am a pretty good rider around here. Mm-hmm. Like, but perfect if you go example, somewhere else, fuck no. Perfect example, and it's because we have known this guy for a long time and we're friends with him. He could say at a time he was a professional, Greg Dervash. Yeah. Yeah, Greg's yeah. gotten top twenties at a at a pro national before. Jeff Walker, exactly professional. professional. Mm-hmm. As much as we talk about Jeff, Jeff has made nationals and did very well last year. Yep. You can say you're a professional. You've done well. Yep. So there is a Chris difference. Chris Prebula. Yep. Same thing. Yep. yep. Exactly. So. so. Okay. Good rant. Okay. So yeah, right. you like that? Yeah, that was good. No, these were good, good guys. Well, good. Uh, God, we're I, I'm going to get heat from it from probably local people, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, but see, here's the thing, okay. though. If and this is just my opinion, last thing I'll say, if you are one of those people that gives you heat, you apparently take issue with that and maybe you should kind of look at yourself in the mirror yeah, if you're taking yeah. issue with that yeah maybe you got some deep-seated feelings about yourself it's a good point because i don't point. i don't think that 
perfect. We just talked about Jeff. I don't think Jeff would look at this video and go, yeah, they're totally talking about me. No, he wouldn't. He would know we're not talking about yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway. Um, okay. So a couple smaller rants here. And again, these are backed up from last week, too, because two of these are from last week. And then the one is kind of uh, from this week. Anyway, um, Holster Code Reload Rant. Can we get a fucking analyst panel for the triple crown rate? Like, can we get an analyst panel for every round, but like, especially the triple crown races to kind of break down between it and kind of, because when I was watching the triple crown at A2, there was a lot of, oh, all the we'll fluffing. be right back. Yeah, and the all fluffers. the fluff in between. Like last year, I thought like it was better and I thought it would be better this year because we had the futures. Like, why do we not have the futures ride two motos? in ride between both yeah, sets. I get what you say. Why not fill it yeah. with why not fill it with, with, with Ricky James and Daniel talking? Uh, yeah, did a, you notice the there was no commercials to get the this sponsor week? money? Yeah. Did you no I don't know about you guys. Well, I don't notice because I actually fucked up and I thought the race for some reason didn't start till 8:30 and mm. so at 8:30 I turned it on and was like Holy shit! This is the end of heat two for two fifties. I'm behind, and I had to rewind, and then I was makes, making up time. But anyway, it makes me wonder during outdoors how it used to be when it was yeah. first on Peacock, where they never cut away, where they showed <laughs> like what you didn't, what you couldn't see if you didn't have the package. Wait, where I feel like I did get commercials this week. See, I didn't get any commercials. I got that whole little thing like when Peacock goes, we'll, we'll be, be back right shortly, back. and then they play like the Peacock yeah. background. I had no commercials. It was just that. I don't know. I I don't know about that. Hundred percent. I can't thing, remember. If now. it's a money thing, these broadcasters should be smart enough to be like, well, you can sell sponsorship on an analyst panel. Exactly. Like, this is brought it's, to you by Dunlop Tires. This is brought to you by Nike. Instead of yeah. Science of Supercross by Kawasaki, <laughs> why can Kawasaki not sponsor the analyst panel? And again, like regular races, all you need it for is 10-minute segment or 15-minute segment between LCQs and mains to break down both classes. Hell, you could even probably do 20 minutes in there to be really honest with you. You're still going to get your commercials in. You're going to have the analyst panel. Maybe you only show a few, maybe you only show like the 450 breakdown on terrestrial TV, but for the, you know, all of us app payers who pay, you know, maybe we get the 450 and the 250 thing. Throw us a little bone there, you know? But it's like, but in the, in the, um, the triple crowns there, like I said, I really, really noticed like, man, I'm staring at this will be right back screen a lot. Tonight. And honestly, if they if they're cheap and they don't want to even do that. Remember how when Peacock first started for Supercross? Because mm -hmm. for outdoors, when they would cut to commercial break, it'd be for the TV. Yeah, we would still stay with the action and you would just hear Weege and, yeah. and GL talking for Supercross. Dude, just go back to if you're if they're going to be cheap and they don't want to do that, just go back to where they just kept the camera going. Yeah, and we're watching track work. Yeah, like I would. Yeah. I look, like watching track. Work. I would I much too. rather watch you backblade uh, the sand corner mm -hmm. than let's be right back. And once again, too, with the app thing, dude, the commercials are pointless. I get why you do it for regular TV, but for yeah. an app. You plugging one of your shows, I'm already on your app. I already know about like uh, yeah, the office. I don't, I don't give a shit. I already know that the office is on Peacock. Yeah. I don't need you to plug the commercial for mm -hmm. the office. Yep. And actually, this rant kind of just rolls right into what I was going to rant about this week. So Race Day Live. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck is Race Day Live coming on? Right into 250A group. Yeah, it used to be they would start with 250B yeah, group. So so all we're seeing now is 250A yeah, group. Let's not show the first practice of Deegan and Hymas and all yeah, these type exactly. damages. Yeah, exactly. And then rookies. and then we're watching the 250 C and B group mm -hmm. and then the A groups. And then we're done. Because we used to watch 
All of it. Yeah, the race, only thing di- we, race day live needs work, boys. The only it thing we ne- the only thing right we never now. used to see was the very if there was a very first C group, we never would yeah. see that. But they would jump right into B. B yeah. And then you would go B A A B if they had C their bullshit filler for an hour. And then you would see everything. Like I really feel like I'm getting shorted on my race day live coverage. Yeah, because now it's working out to be like two hours and forty five minutes outside of the triple crown. Yeah. Because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why are we jumping right in? I I don't really understand why they're doing that because like it's not it can't be a money thing. We, yeah, we've already seen under, it for years. I don't understand it. It's very confusing to me. Because even A1, I feel like we watched everything. Yeah. Another thing, too, yeah. that I find funny, and this is for the outdoors, is why don't we get to see like the LCQs in the outdoors? I don't get that either. Well, they say it's because it's, you know, camera guys got to have this much have time off. During, yeah, yeah well, I've seen enough camera people that have switched. I just, I don't get it, dude, because it's like the same thing with the LCQs during Supercross. Mm. The LCQs as an outdoor national is some of the wildest racing. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I've, I'm not saying you do all of it because we know that there's more time that goes into outdoor mm-hmm. practice than there is Supercross. Yeah. But it's like, why don't we have the LCQs? Okay, fine. fine. Show the final A group, and then at least show the LCQs. I will say that with outdoors, it's a little bit tougher because instead of like like with Race Day Live, there's only two or three camera guys there. So they can have those two or three and then have the whole night crew, and it's different. With the outdoors, you got to have so many dudes. I just hope they just reinvest in the series, man. You mean the partners? I hope the partners invest in the series. To be honest, I don't see it happening. But on a positive note, one thing to note. But they they did have to pay for those holographic things. They did have to pay for... Yeah, and I heard that was expensive. That's why we just got it this year. It does make me wonder what the production is going to look like for the playoffs. playoffs. Mm -hmm. They have to step up. Big, Big positive, though. The LCQ challenge this year that Steve puts on, I hear that we are going to get to see that. Good man, Good. because that racing was wild. Mm-hmm. Although I don't really. Need and there's to see... a lot on the line. Like yeah. there's a lot of storylines. Although I don't need to that. see Robbie Wageman die again. Yeah. So anyway, so <laughs> no, that was yeah. Great. So that's my race tech rants. I, or, well, those are not race tech rants. Race tech rants. That's my whole. Wow. We are not. Wow. We are not sponsored not associated by race tech. with them at all. See, but that's the Jesus kind of influence Christ. that Steve has had on yeah. all of us. That's my whole. That's my whole reload rant there. Yeah. All of that. So bleep that out. Yeah. So number one. Okay. So on Twitter, a guy was talking shit like. All you do is copy what Steve says. And I'm like, Steve shares his opinion, and I share my opinion on his opinion. Is that okay? Yeah. Like, like he literally did that. He did a fucking wrap up show until Jamie got hired away to Vital or whatever. So, like, yeah, like we, we could be Jamie. And that was, and just to throw this out here, that was really one of the things I pushed when we started this was a show by fans for fans and talking about. All what everybody of these else podcasts, yeah. because at that point, there wasn't as many as there are now, and I was keeping up with a lot of them, so I knew a lot of the news, and I know a lot of people don't have eight hours a day where they're in a shop by themselves, and all they do is listen to this shit, so I pushed that at the beginning, so you... Anybody who's out there is talking shit about, like, oh, all you guys do is just, you know, re- talk about what other people talk about, well, that's part of the idea behind the show when we start number one it was guys who were talking about moto anyway so we were just gonna fucking record it number two it was not everybody can listen to 18 hours of podcasts a week yeah i can I so can i can do it all day i was gonna say so i can and then i can regurgitate some of the main points that i hear because sometimes they drop especially like if you listen to pulp when you get into the last like hour of the show and they're doing like the the tweet section or whatever 
sometimes there's some knowledge bombs dropped in there because they'll start ranting over a tweet that somebody asked a question or whatever, and all of a sudden you get something that they weren't necessarily going to talk about in the show. And it's like most of the people, like they, like you, they go look at clips that they hear are popping mm-hmm. off, or they listen to the first, say, like hour or two of the show, but like five hours in, they're out type shit. So I don't know, man. If you don't like it, I mean, speaking well, of not Steve, for everybody. before we get to the 250 <laughs> recap, yeah, did you guys see that he like? I don't know if it was the last show or two shows ago. He started talking crap about one of the big wig. Well, he's not a big wig, but he's a a very well known guy in the industry on Vital MX, Team Green. He was calling him out on Twitter or whatever, saying that this dude has never anything bad to about, say about teams and that he just is a suck up or whatever. And this guy's been on Vital for a very long time, but he has posted knowledge about, I can't think off the top of my head, but knowledge over the last 10 years, hmm. at least since I've gone in and out of Vital, where he's posted stuff at hints of shit that like people didn't know. Okay, for example, the Hunter Lawrence thing to Geico. Mm. Bef- like before that was a known thing that he was coming from Europe. Some guy on Vital he- was dropping. But it. see, here's the thing everybody's always asked him. What's your name? And he won't say his name because he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to act like he's bigger than he is. So they were like, Okay, we don't need to know your name, but what do you do? He's like, Oh, you know, I only make some titanium parts for some teams and you know, I make some chassis stuff or this and that. And nobody could figure that out because there's these guys we just don't know about. But apparently Steve was just like talking crap about this dude for no mm-hmm. reason. This guy goes, Dude, I don't I don't know. Are you are you mad at me because I don't talk shit about people? <laughs> He's like, I don't I don't get it. Why are why are you mad at me? What what did I do? And Steve basically was just mad at him because he says this guy never has anything bad to say about anybody. Interesting. The guy's like, I don't understand why you're yelling at me. <laughs> Because we are talk shit radio, and people. this is and and that right there is one of the reasons why. Just for for me, Steve, I just I can't I can't do it with him. Like when you're attacking people for no reason, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, eh. some of the attacking goes a little bit far, but yeah. So all right, cool. So holster code reload rant section. Make sure to check them out. Ten percent off. Link in the description down below. We'll take a quick break. We're gonna come back with. Um, the uh, 250 race recap. The wildness that was the, wildness the 250. wildness that was the 250 class. And then we will uh, do the TLR tinfoil hat section Ooh. and we'll get this wrapped up. So we shall be right back. All right. And we're back here. Uh, 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at Adept Creative Co. I think you get a 10% discount. There's a link in the description down below. They do graphics for us. We got a bike build right over there, which Justin, when you bring in the toolbox, because we need to get started on that. Man. I don't know, man. What bike is it? That one. That 110 way over there? Shh. It's actually a CR80. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not a CR80. Yes. The far one. Okay. We're doing a bike build. Very top secret shit. Okay. Well, anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this rocking. Yeah, we're doing I didn't top see that other stuff. one hiding over there. Yep. So, anyway. um, So, yeah. Brought to you by our friends at Adept Creative Co. Awesome graphics. Uh, they did the graphics on the 450. I actually need to order graphics for the 250 here from them. So make sure to check them out. Links in the description down below. All right, 250. Let's start with the highlight of the night. So Cody Shock smacks the fucking bridge. The Roadrunner? Wiley Coyote status Dude, Wiley here. Coyote. Uh, that we're starting was right off the rip with that. Gnarly. Yes, and of all people, going. it to be him and Colin. Cody Shock and Colin Park. Yeah. I'm just thinking when I saw Cody hit that wall, I'm like, well. There goes another year Cody Shock's not racing a dirt bike. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I felt for him. I'm like, fuck, all that work to get back and does that. Then I see him walking around. I'm like, okay, well, he didn't die, so that's a big plus. He's walking. He, he looks like he's wondering what the fuck just happened. He did say that there was a lot of padding on that bridge. <laughs> and then he makes it in the main. 
Yeah, they makes it in the main. He'd bend the forks, front wheel, like what we got. Probably, oh no, he did. So I listened to an interview. I was telling him. Uh, so he runs an air fork mm-hmm. and has for a long time. They didn't have any spare air forks. Oh, I so he that ran was spring fork. <laughs> for I'm the rest actually of the night. surprised that the neck of that frame did not get tore up and bent too. I am too. Oh, speaking of that, um, they got the data log. Grant, Grant Harlan broke his frame last night crashing. Good job, uh, subframe. Yeah, I had to yeah, yeah, the tour frame tab right off. Yeah, ah. tore it off. Sounds like a Yamaha blue problem. crew. Yeah, blue crew. <laughs> anyway, Travis Sewell back in the day when his subframes would just be going like this. Yeah, that would happen to him quite a bit. But anyway, back to the would. Cody Shock thing. That was gnarly. Oh yeah. Did anybody else though think that when like him and Colin crossed over on each other that that could have been a whole lot worse? Cody took a hundred percent responsibility because Cody went left to right, and I'm just thinking, dude, how in yeah. the hell did him and Colin just not? I don't know. So let me ask you this though. This is now three pretty gnarly bridge accidents we've seen now in two years here at what point i love the over under but at what point do we quit doing this because yeah i'm not a fan of them anymore it, it's like i mean we have the mcadoo thing last year where he almost or was last 2020 year, two years ago it's 2020 yeah so two years ago where he almost falls off of it because he fucking just torpedoes himself into the face then last year Benny Bloss. Benny smoked it. See, that was bad because Benny didn't move there for a second. He smoked it and fell off the side, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't move there for a second. That was the one that I was just about to say. That one was like, okay. And and now we've got got Cody Cody Shock smoking the side. So, like, at what point do we, like I said, Mm. I'm a fan of them. I like them because it creates different. But see, here's the thing, though. If you're going to do it, you need to do it like they used to do back in the day out of a 180. Yeah. Make the over under a 180. Like, don't make it where you're coming off the finish line and you're just wide, wide open, open and, yeah. and anything yeah. can happen. Because back in the day when they would do the over-unders, they would literally do it, like, right out of a sweeper or a mm-hmm. left hand in 180. And then, like, going this way. Could you? Going this way, it would be, like, coming out of a sand section where you're not carrying a lot of momentum. Yeah. So if you do get crazy, you're going to have to, like, get super buck wild yeah. to really hurt yourself. I don't know, man. There's just we're starting to see more accidents on it because we're going so much That's faster. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of that. It's like, this weekend was dumb. Right off the start like that, and then yeah, like that was another issue too. Yeah, that start that start was really tight, and then going up and over. Yeah, yeah so. everybody's fading wide, and then you literally got to hit a fucking twelve. Well, gap. could you also yeah. imagine too? Granted, the the looseness that would have to happen, but if like somebody's going over, yeah, and they're going under, and somebody gets loose going off to the side. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so Cody Shock does come back and finish 12th in the main, so that was a good good finish for him uh, there. I bet yeah. some, a lot of fantasy owners were stoked. Yeah, probably. Owners, can we say that? Yeah. Owners. Yeah, yeah that's what we <laughs> are as owners. Um, all right, so let's, let's get into this here and start from the top down. So Hunter Lawrence comes out and pretty much does what we all thought he was going to do. Struggled a little bit in practice. Li- yeah, practice wasn't great, but um, in his post-race with uh, Swap or Vital or whatever it was Swap, there, yeah. he was pretty much just like, Dude, I don't care about practice. It doesn't matter. No. He's like, mm-hmm. I only care when I get to the night show. So, and it, the thing is, is even struggling, it's like he was close. He was right up there in the top five all yeah. day. So, whatever, man. I will say, though, even after <clears throat> winning kind of as easy as he did, I mean, he got it. He got the start, sprinted for a few laps, and then just settled into a pace and was just consistent. I bet, though, he is looking at, like, he doesn't care about practice, but seeing the difference in times. Yeah. He is probably thinking in his mind though that he was probably thinking going into the season, especially now with Joe and Hammaker out. He's like, oh yeah, none of these guys are even going to be close speed for speed. He's probably thinking in his mind, he's like, dude, if I don't rip yeah, a top five a little bit of a wake yeah, up. If I don't rip a top five star, not saying that he can't come through. We've obviously seen Hunter do it, but he's probably thinking in his mind is like, ooh, if I don't get a top five star, this is going to be a little bit harder than I expected it yeah. to be. What do you come from? Like 
uh, how far back was he? He was start? only, or did he pull yeah, a whole he shot? He was only third or fourth. No, yeah, he, but he, he was, pulled the, he was right up front, and then Vial. He got in the front pretty early. Vial yeah, whipped okay. it hard on him uh, on that triple. Yeah, remember, they went eye, between. Yeah, him. they yeah. went between them, <laughs> yeah. and he got lucky going between it there because he was like full speed off the triple, like oh shit, and then yeah. like he's like, oh, jumped. there's the track. Yeah, then kind of jumped back in at the end. I thought Hunter was gonna be a little spicy with that move. I I thought he was maybe gonna do some retaliation, but I think he's got more respect for Vial. I will be honest. I think Hunter is very big picture right now and he yeah. knows that that kind of shit isn't going to bode well for him so he's like nope don't care I'm faster I, than I, you I'm just going to go by and go do my thing and win this title so. but I just think that he's probably thinking in his mind this is probably going to be a little bit harder if he doesn't yank a holy because I, I bet that the moment yeah. that Joe and Hammaker went down he was probably thinking oh dude I could probably come from ninth mm-hmm. and I can catch these dudes Yep. and I'm not saying he couldn't but it's probably going to be a lot harder than he th- originally thought yeah probably so um all right so anyway moving on max anstey second oh there's, there's some co- so where did you hear this there's this some co- stupid let's this let me stupid. just lay this out lewis here. phillips there so is some stupid. controversy supposedly there's a protest going on against anstey that they're running a 280 big bore kid which in if there. they are who gives a sh- who gives a crap i it really shouldn't matter but whatever yeah. and the thing my thing is is like who big bore is a bike anymore with all the ECU shit you can do? So. Uh, it was probably Smitty behind him because Smitty was like, I rode that bike last year and it wasn't that fast. Maybe. So started I, it. No, I don't That's know. That's dude. Look, man, hat, dude. look yeah. man, you might be right because here's the thing. Like a 280 kit, if anybody knows about like power curves and engine management, especially nowadays to the ECU point mm-hmm. and the fuel and all that, dude, a 280 kit is actually the power curve drops off. So if anybody ever has ridden like a 290 big bore kit back in the day, because yeah. we used to do those a lot on the 250Fs, Dude, the power curve is like a two-stroke. It's on, and then it's off. As opposed, and that thing still would be not putting out the horsepower that a star bike would be putting out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was really good all day yesterday, though. Oh, he looked good around those sand whoops around mm-hmm. the outside. His whoop speed was better than I expected, too. And this is a Max Anstey guy. That was the most come-out-of-nowhere thing I've seen in a while. And I bet that that's why. Because I'm here to tell you, if that had been Vial, oh, you're on a factory team. Not a big deal. Uh, Nobody but, would but be... even before Ansi's never been close to podiuming, being fast in practice like that. Well, like... yeah, he's like it shocked him, and I, and I think people forget because Max has never been healthy enough for Supercross. We're talking about when he was a rookie over here. He was an eight to twelve guy outdoors. He is a guy who was top five at GPS. He's won Des Nations. He's battled for championships over in, in the GPS. He's been top five out. It's just he's never been super healthy for Supercross. He's never really focused on it. It came out of nowhere. Like I definitely going tonight. I was like, oh yeah, Max could get a top five maybe now that Joe and Seth yeah. are out. But then for him to come out and get on P one in both practices, I was like, where the hell did that yeah. come from? Yeah, I don't know, man. That was he's winning Daytona. Strange. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna get that twenty he's, bucks. Look, he's winning no. Daytona. Let me get a couple. What was our bet this week? What um, was the bet? Was it that AJ was gonna make the main? Nah, yeah. I, I think it was. I, I think know. it was. I have no idea. I don't know. So remember. I'll take that 20 bucks oh, after the show. No. <laughs> um, no, man. Look, I think with as up in the air as his 250 class is right now, <clears throat> he stands I, a chance. I think that's for real. That ride last night, there was nothing that I saw from that ride that didn't make me think, oh, man, he can't do that again. Can we claim that bike? No. <laughs> Damn it. I don't too. think Yurif Konsky would let you do that. Look, here's the thing. I thought these second tier. Uh, bikes looking really good. If he does come out though, as if it does come out as a big bore thing, it'll be interesting to see when we go off the big bore. Is he still that good, or was that big bore really? Doing I think well. For apparently, him? Lewis had an interview with him after where mm-hmm. he asked Max about it, and he goes into it. Max like, said it was a two eighty kit. No, no, Max 
like it's like well, I, I haven't listened to it but basically it was like what the fuck kind of thing like there's no way why are they doing that or something max wouldn't know the difference even if you dude that guy has ridden so many bikes over the years yeah. he wouldn't okay i don't know if if it comes out that he's on a 280 kit and they really make a big deal about it all i'm gonna say is dude your star bike your factory ktm your husky is still better than that bike yeah like we're at the when you get to be that level it should not make a difference if he's on a 280 yeah, I don't know. It should not make a difference. We'll see if there's any. I updates. don't care. Yeah, we'll see if anything happens with it. So, um, anyway, moving on. So, Jordan Smith, third, and Smith did Smith things. And really, really fast. in the sand. One like, he, was, he was He was good looking most of the night, but still had two tip overs because there was that one we saw, and I think he said he crashed again. Yeah. Um. So, two tip overs had to come he did back. Get that, uh, he did get that fourth handed to him, though, and we'll get to the guy that was in third, but he got that fourth handed to him. Hang I, on. Did we, we already moved to the, the guy? What? Jordan Smith. Yeah, he got that third, third. handed to oh, him. Oh, okay. He yes. should have been fourth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, well, who, was, who was in third? Smitty. Oh, Smith. oh no. Yeah. No, the guy that was in third. Like, oh, is it, uh, is anybody on the train that he's going to be a title contender or he? I mean, here's the thing. Gonna we're going to get to this. Something away and, here. and here's the thing. We're going to get to this when we talk about his teammate. All day in practice, outside of yeah. Max doing what Max did, Smitty and that, and like I said, the, his teammate were on fire all day long. He said he was real comfortable, but he should be because he's been riding that bike since September. literally outdoors. Yeah, last yeah, year. early outdoors. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's hard because Jordan still does Jordan things, but if we get to the end of the season and he's fourth in points, but you tell me that he has three wins. I'm going to go, yeah, that doesn't shock me. Like, we've always said that about Jordan. Jordan going back to the PC days. He did it mm-hmm. in TLD. Like, oh, he's going to get a bunch of wins, but he's not going to win the title. It's what Smitty does. Yep. I mean, yeah. the heat race, I was like, was oh. Stepping in the right direction. Yeah. But I was a little concerned about how out of breath he was after that heat race. Mm-hmm. The dude was sucking air. Yep. And I'm like, man, you've been riding Supercross for months we and months call that now. caloric deficit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Smitty doesn't look like he's at a caloric deficit. That no, he doesn't. Yeah, that yeah, face he, is pretty filled up. He doesn't so. seem like he's at a caloric deficit. Yeah, he eats steak. Yeah. Yeah, good um, for him. <laughs> all right, so fourth place here. We're going to get into the rookies here, and they're coming out of the woodwork for us already. So Hayden oh, Deegan gets a fourth. All right, who's going to start? Okay. Oh, you're going to start. Okay, I'll good, start. Because no I don't problem. want No problem. You can go next. It was, yeah. it was handed to him, but he was still – massively more impressive than I thought he would be Mm. yesterday. Mm. And we've all talked, we talked about this before the show and everything that corner speed, he was hitting before uh, that first rhythm section there that they caught on race day live. Incredible. Fucking incredible. That rut was perfect. And then the steeziness over every single big jump he could He didn't like when Hymas crossed over on him a little bit in that rhythm section. He was like, oh, we got to make this stick. And he only had one moment that I saw when they were watching him at all, all day, and that was in the whoops whoops. there in the main, which they caught. Which was, you're not 100% wrong. It wasn't the best, but it it was, I mean. The corner speed, though, is where he makes all his time up. Here's the thing. He still, even if you take even if you take away the couple of spots he He's got handed sixth. there, sixth yeah. was still better than we called. Yeah. Oh yeah, because sure. we were we were all three of us on the table. My expectations yeah, sure. we're we're on the train of like eight to twelve. Okay, no problem. But but sixth would have been think about impressive. If Joe and Seth are in there though. That puts him right where we. Uh, eight. Okay, this man's trying to break. I was gonna back. say, you man, you, I, I, you I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you, but yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. this is part of it. And we always talk about like you gotta be oh, yeah, the you fucking gotta race. You gotta finish. You and have here's to finish. the thing: the kid showed up. He did. He did the race. Mm-hmm. He didn't hit the deck. Yep. 
And oh, he yeah. got fourth. No, he did. He earned it. You, I said it in the group text. You have to be there. It's not his fault that everybody else hit the ground. He was there at the end of the main. Nope. You got to put in the laps. He had pressure on him the whole But time. I will say, though, and yeah. first Supercross race, so not saying but the expectation, he's not going to get a podium. He's, he was way – and I only say that because that. when Smitty went down in front of him in the Sam section, he caught up. Mm-hmm. Look how quickly Smitty walked away from him. Yeah. I don't – That's really, the only thing I'll – that's the I one I'll say to that. I don't really see that either. It would not – let's put it this way. I have about the card, a – The cards could fall. The they card, could fall. The way, the way it went last night, it, yes, it could. Because he would have been fifth because J-Mart, we don't really – he was down to the whoops. I don't know what he did. He was off the track. Yeah. But he would have been a solid fifth. Like, that was yeah. that was good for him. Like, it's he rode – solid. He rode good. And once again, you have to be there at the end of the main. Because compared, compared to what we saw last week, Yep. miles different. But all I will say is, Deegan fan – People, whatever you want to call yourselves, oh boy, here we go. Don't get on and the bandwagon. That, no, it's it it's just don't get on the bandwagon that he's just all of a sudden in the box now. Too late. It's not going to happen. Too late. <laughs> speed they, for speed. They're he's already, already. They're already been in the okay, comments. Speed for speed. He's videos. not ready to get on the box. I don't think so. Not yet. But it's he's a not good, ready. It's a good first. Step it's a good there. start. But he's not ready speed wise yet. No. It'll be interesting to see as we go through the next couple of rounds where he goes from yeah. here. Because yeah. I don't see him really going more forward so the real question I think in my mind crown. is going to be how far back does he fall i think the triple crown is going to be more interesting for me yeah because he's never had to deal with something like that and then if you want to jump way far ahead the east-west shootout yeah the it it'll be interesting to see i definitely think though that yesterday solidified oh, top top 10 guy i mean nobody's year. ever said he's not good yeah kid's got a ton of talent we see that with the corner speed yeah so, but I think he solidified top ten guy. Yeah, yesterday. for sure. Easy. Yeah, he he definitely exceeded my expectations, um, and especially seeing that in the uh, the qualifying mm-hmm. had the had the little bit of leg swag, threw it in the corner, like a little bit a little bit of style. We like seeing a little bit of style. Yep. Um, and for me, I'm not a guy that watches a YouTube channel, so I'm one of those guys. This is the first time I've had an experience with him. Uh, you know, hearing interviews with him with like Swap Moto and some of those guys. And he sounds a lot more humble than what I thought he would, at least mm-hmm. in front of the camera. Yeah. I don't know how he is behind closed doors or off track. We've heard he's a shithead, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in front of a camera, he Which does his job. It's fucking he's- weird to me because at the Combine last year at Redbud, I saw him a lot when I was walking around because I was walking around on race day filming a lot of different shit, you mm-hmm. know, filming stuff in the pit. So I was back, forth, back, forth, and I would always see him. And he was, I mean, we all talk, quiet. we all, I was going to say, we always talk about like how he's, get, how these guys get flooded with fans, but it's like, dude, here's a kid with a million fucking YouTube followers at the place where he does his shit and he's walking around by himself. Yeah. And it wasn't like I saw every time I saw him, he was getting stopped. Now, don't get me wrong. I did see people, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden. And when they did, he stopped, no problem, took pictures, like what said hi to people. Brian always does that as well. Every yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, um, did you watch the A2 vlog they did? Mm-hmm. So even on the A2 vlog, they're literally filming the vlog, walking to the walking up to the stadium to watch him. I don't know if it's practice, qualifying, whatever. Anyway, and literally this girl comes running up as they're filming, Brian's talking, and she's like, Hey, can I get a selfie with you? He's like, as long as we're walking, no problem. And she's like, like she had the camera ready and everything. Boom, snaps the selfie. Thank you. No problem. Takes off. He turns back around. He's like, see, that's how you do it. Hey, can I get a picture? Camera's ready. Boom. We did it. No problem. And again, great guy. He's like, yo, I got stuff to do, but no problem. If you want to take a picture as we're walking, no problem. And Which I'm put, cool and he's with it that. out there because now he's putting it out there. Now fans know how to interact. Yep. With now I'll say like, though, hey, you could, let's you do could this. Definitely tell though. I don't. I don't think it was in the main. I think it was in the heat race. 
Uh, did you hear the crowd? No, it was the main. The crowd pop when he was moving forward. Yeah, you could hear him in the background when he. I think it was when he passed Hymas when he ran it in on Hymas. That's fucking insane. Like you could hear the crowd pop in the back. So mm. I'm telling you this right now. If we talk about growing the sport, even though I'm not a Deegan fan, it will be interesting to see how loud the crowd will be if that kid rips a start in a main. Here's well, the thing: it's gonna too. go. It's gonna blow the roof off whatever and, stadium and they're at. I think this will be really interesting, and I don't know if Brian can get his hands on this and share with people. Which the I'm numbers sure. difference? I want to see how much he moved the needle on viewership, etc. Because we all know that the amateur racing that we could o- you can only stream online through the website if you know it. It moved the needle because we all watched minios and different things yeah. like that. And you could watch. I mean, dude, I remember clearly. I don't remember if it was minios or um, Loretta's or whatever. And clearly it was because they have the viewers like the, the actual viewer count is up on the screen when mm. you do that. And you could watch it go from, say, like three, four thousand people to like eight, nine thousand Loretta's this past year. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, I would be interested. I'm like you to know, like, did you move the needle? Did you not move the needle? When I when I heard the crowd pop, the the most recent thing that that reminded me of was Detroit last year when Jet uh, ragged out a shit in the heat race, mm. and he was coming from dead last, yeah. and all of a sudden he was just slicing through the pack and working his way up to second. Mm-hmm. And every time he passed somebody, the whole stadium was going nuts. You guys remember that shit? Yeah. Like it was loud. When I heard that crowd pop, even though it was for a split second, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, if this kid yanks a holy in a ma- or even a heat race, yeah. this kid's out front at all. And then if we're out front and he's pulling away, dude. And then if you keep going further and he pulls it off and he wins even a heat mm-hmm. race, that stadium is going to be so freaking loud. And I and I will tell you this. I, and that's how you pump things up. After watching last night and see how composed he was. Um, you know, we just this big on this year three thing. We see him in year three. He might be a guy that wins a heat race and stuff like. We might be could. this. We could mm-hmm. see this. We yeah. could see the roof get blown off the stage. But I don't see Jet Lawrence. We're talking about comparisons, and this is where I'm going to get the hate. I don't see Jet Lawrence when I watch. I, yeah, I don't know. I There's mean, a lot. Of, I know. I, I don't either. I don't either. But I only say that because of the comparison that people keep talking about. I, and we got in our. They're like, yeah. After Hayden Deegan's done, you're going to say who? RC who? It's like, come that's, on, guys. Like, yeah, I get that it. That stuff's you're, too far. Your fans, I understand it. And you can flame me all you want. But Hayden Deegan is not going to be Ricky Carmichael. He's just not. I'm just, sorry. Just out of curiosity here. What? Let's go back. Jets first 250. Oh, he didn't get fourth. I'm, hey, I'm, yeah, go, I'm to just that Deegan, go to that Deegan A2 vlog. How many views is that guy? Ninth. Yeah, but then look how many rounds it took him before he was leading the race yeah. and he was walking away before he crashed. Yeah, nine. That was, what, two rounds later? Maybe I don't know because he went nine five nine. But also look who he was racing that year, though. Yeah, there is a difference. All I'm saying is, is the reason why I'm bringing Jet up into this mm-hmm. is because that's the most relevant person we have as far as talent and following as social media, and people like to compare Hayden and Jet. And I'm just saying, Hayden is not Jet. I understand that Jet didn't get fourth in his first race. Yeah, but how many races later was it until Jet was late? Now, if we get three rounds in, because I think that was three rounds after. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was It was the third round. Yeah, it was round three. Yeah, it was Anaheim two. Okay. Jet was leading that race, and mm-hmm. I love Dylan. Jet was walking away from Dylan. Mm-hmm. Hayden, if you go to round three and he has still not done that, we need to – there just needs to be some toning back. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that Hayden yeah. can't do it, but Hayden's not Jet Lawrence. I don't to- see Jet Lawrence when I watch just Hayden. Just an Deacon. FYI, too. Took Jet eight races to win one. 
All right, so now, we, so we, so we have a, we have. I'm just because and outdoors this is it took where we're going. it took a full season to uh, the end of the year, right? Hold yeah. on, because he didn't win till the end of 2020. Hold it was on. Paula, correct? Yeah, because it was the whole J Mart and him last. We're getting, race. We're getting off race. Yeah, because he did, he did, Dilla, ta- yeah. he did Dilla, Dilla, yeah. but he did Dilla Buds Creek Ironman okay. and went 13 26 13. Okay, then yeah. we went Supercross and then we went into this was COVID year, so we went Loretta's Loretta's two Ironman Red Bud one two. And it was the last race of that year. Yep. Fox Raceway. He got the first one. All right. So we got uh, eight. Over Dylan. All right. So we got eight rounds. We got eight rounds. We got a benchmark. Yep. So we got, so, so we have something to compare it to because, you know, a lot. So we got a benchmark. A lot of the people are like, he's the next coming to Jesus or whatever, you know. um, Last thing I'm curious about, what, what kind of views does that A2 vlog have on it? Uh, Let me go see. Probably like 300,000. I don't think they've hit a million in quite a while though. Because they were doing a like one 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 point two. Yeah, they ain't whistling diesel. That's yeah, they have five and a half million. Every they time. haven't gotten a million, I think, in a while. I think they've been averaging be like one hundred eighty to like four hundred something. Um, crazy race at A two futures three hundred eleven k. Yep, I think they've been pretty much on point with that for like the last however many vlogs. Yeah, if you go so if you go to videos here one fifty five one eleven three eleven two seventy one, which is still knocking it out of the park. One hundred and two one seventy one three twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, I mean like it's still a knocking lot. It out of the park. But he just point is he hasn't hit a million in a while yeah because he was there was a time where i think in the b class he was doing like one one yeah consistently yeah so it'll be interesting to see like you said here in a week where does that it's go? gonna be even more interesting the first time him and jet line up against each other yeah. a shootout god i hope they make that a big deal yeah so all right so anyway moving on here uh so jeremy martin gets fifth and look, do hey, all the laps. Do all the laps. Do all the laps, <laughs> man. Doing all the. Sorry, guys. That's where that's where on this kick. Yep. Make it to outdoors, J Mart. Doing all the laps. Yep. Exactly. Because that was just like a not. That was not a normal J Mart night. No. Nope. I mean, the crash part at the end kind of was, but yeah. <laughs> just a that normal. Was a very quiet night for J Mart. Yeah, man. He just. You could tell that he's probably just sick and tired of not racing these races. Did you like that FXR gear he had? That pink oh, and cool. blue and black. I kind of like FXR's yeah. doing pretty yeah. well. It reminded me too much of going to the fair and getting cotton candy. Yeah, that pink is pretty aggressive. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the 6D helmets, though. Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried one on. I just... Um, I wanted one at one point, yeah. but... Uh, I think the... I, they're still really, really good helmets, but I think the craze of 6D is kind of Tapered off. off, yeah. But no, man. I Once again, another guy just doing all the laps. Yep. Just doing all the laps, because he knows that he has no shot at a Supercross title. Mm-hmm. Outdoors is where he has a chance. Uh, okay, sixth place, Michael Moseman. Is that the disappointment? Appointment of the that was weird. What they, happened to him? They made a comment on the broadcast that like he needs to perform this year because it's a contract year. Like it's his year to step up here. What and, happened to him though? I don't know, was man. He just off sick. Like I saw a swap moto thing and he just I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. I watched the press day vid the he, video that he did with Racer X and he was like pumped up. Yeah, Michael, he didn't sound Michael motorcycle. He didn't sound sick anything. <laughs> And he just, like, dude, he was irrelevant the whole day. The whole day. And even the heat race, like, he was in ninth for, what, like, two laps? And yeah, then it I took him know. forever. I'm just like, okay, this is New weird. bike problems? He's on that gas gas, and they're on the new chassis now. <sighs> yeah, maybe you should stick about Pierce Browns. I don't know. That was weird. That wasn't good. That wasn't a normal Michael Moseman night. No. Be interesting to see where he goes here, because it's like, you see you see where he's at, and you're like, he probably should have beat J-Mart. That that's kind of a toss up, but he probably he honestly should have been battling for third. And he if you look last year, beat Hayden, yeah, if for you look, sure. If you look at last year, Michael Moseman, he should have at least been third. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, okay. So going from like the oh that was weird, is that good? Probably not. To holy shit, was I impressed? 
Tom Vial gets seven. Go ahead, guys. And he should have been third. Dude, Listen, I got I got something to say. Leeds, okay, go ahead. Super what? super impressive. What? Go ahead. what are you gonna say? Yep. What am I gonna say? What are you gonna say, dickhead? Tom Beal is a good fucking writer. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was I was wildly impressed with his supercross skills. He's a last good night. fucking writer. Because I did I was not expect sure. that. Because you're just solid. The like his whoops. He needs to work on his whoops. Yeah. So the start I expected yeah. because he's a good starter. So <laughs> he's that, like Michael Lessie. Yeah. 2. So that 0. did not surprise me. But then to run up front, lead two laps, and and stay right there mm. in second, third for like however long he, he did. Podium and yeah, podium. that was. Because I, I they didn't way see better it, than anticipated. He just what hit the flat spot in the berm. Like he just that was it. Washed the front end. I think I so. Think so Jumped yeah. the rut or something. Now the only thing that in that whatever happened to him in that left hander before the whoops, where he like I don't know if he hit false neutral, dabbed his foot or whatever. That weird motion that would, allowed Hayden to get around him. Yeah. The only thing, and this is coming from eh, because I've watched so much of Yale's career, Tom has this problem that when he crashes. He has a hard time mentally regathering himself, mm. and he'll make a mistake, and then it'll just keep compounding. Mm-hmm. So when I watch that, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> like This is Tom Vial. This is what he does. And it- so I'm, I I get nervous sometimes when he goes down because mm-hmm. he has this tendency to not be able to regroup. Yeah. But, dude, that was a good way to start the Supercross Really season. good ride. Really good ride. So mm-hmm. KTM, uh, they're definitely not panicking. Nope. Because I think they were probably like, ooh, how's this going to go? Like yeah. Max has been struggling, and he just... Should have been third. Yep. But, you know, so. Hey, I'll take the seventh. We're moving, I will, too. We're moving on. I'll, I'll take that, Because this is what we've talked about with a lot of other dudes. Just do all the laps. Just do all the laps. Get and make it to outdoors. outdoors. <laughs> yep, make it to outdoors, buddy. Make it to outdoors. Um, yeah, all right. That was, uh, yeah. Good That's a foreigner flavor, though, for a while. was a little, like, I know that we had it in outdoors with Jet, Hunter, and Joe. It's like, oh, you got an Aussie in first. You got a Brit in second. They got a Frenchman in third. I'm like, and who's in fourth? It's the American. Jordan Smith? This is weird. This is really <laughs> the most weird. American name possible. <laughs> this, is yeah. like, this is like, like this is like Smallville. Might, might as well is, call him John Smith. Like at this, this point. is like, weird. Fuck. And even they made that comment. Jason Thomas made that comment. He's like, "Yeah, we got a little foreigner flavor." And then the next American's Jordan Smith. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Smith is like the most American name. I'm like, ever. I don't know if that was like a shot at him or what was oh, happening. I don't know. Um, Chance Hymas comes out. Good start. Runs up front. Well. I was impressed with it. all of these rookies. Pretty much, I was impressed with. Gets eighth. Well, he that's why said I said like he didn't new- breathe for like five laps. That heat race was good. Yeah. Well, all the rookies. That's why I really like this new narrative. Like ease them in, and Daniel Blair's big on this. Look at these guys. They these kids are coming in without the narrative pushed on them. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you got to perform. Now the media, the broadcast, everybody's like, yeah, just let them do the laps. Let them get their feet wet. So these kids don't have that pressure on their shoulders. So he is only doing four. That is it. Nope. Mm-mm. I li- literally, Steve interviewed Lars. That's unfortunate. Four. Their I think he's right. I think that's good, though. I think that's great, too. Oh, it's good, too, man. But it's like he, I love watching him ride. And when yeah. I watch him, and this is part of the Honda connection, especially having Weimer, I didn't know Burner was training him now, he's though. He's good in the whoops. Mm-hmm. But when I watch him ride, it reminds me exactly of Trey Kennard. Yeah. I think of Trey Kennard when I watch him ride. He is just silky like smooth. <laughs> yeah. Silky smooth, like perfect technique. Yep. But yeah, he was. Like, I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't think he was going to be, like, that, have that much sprint speed early. Because that heat race, like, he was... He was up there in that heat He race. was good. So, I mean, I get why Honda's doing it, but, man, you know, I, if he go gets a top five, maybe they reconsider that. The yeah. only thing Lars said would make them reconsider is if he's leading. Nah, outside of that, they're, they're outside of that, yeah. they're four and done. That's what, that's the budget for I like it, though. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, hell, I'll say this. Weimer was right. Dude was ready for Supercross. Yeah, go in. Here's my thing. Go in, do the four, do that kind of stuff like that, and cool, jump out, and now we're going 
outdoor testing. Yeah. I just don't want to see get him ready and for get into it, though. No. There was a moment there when that happened. I was like, oh, God, here they we go. Anyway. What do you mean? When Hayden was closing up on Hymas, Hymas kind of crossed over him on a little bit in that rhythm section, mm. the on-off, mm-hmm. and then Deegan like ran it in, made this pass stick. All I'm thinking of in mind is I'm like, oh, God, dude. I was like, these two cannot afford to get into this because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, wow, these morons are going to like take each other out, <laughs> and then it's going to be like, wow, yep, bunch of dumb rookies. Yep. Um, all right, so Colin Park, ninth. That's good. Real good ride for him. Mm-hmm. He lost his rear brake. That's why he faded back to ninth. That's Otherwise, he would have been a couple spots he's farther just ahead. He's a top 10 dude. He's yeah. just solid. I think that's okay for what him. he's doing he's, with the Phoenix Honda group. He reminds me a lot of what Hartraft would be in the 450 class. Yeah. Just like probably never going to be on the box, but just going to do he's all the He's going to fucking be there. He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he kind of is the same way. Like not a lot of outright speed. Like he's just solid. He doesn't yeah. wow you when he rides. He's nope. just there. Yep. So, um, okay. Chris Blos on PC there, the lone PC rider for East Coast, tenth place. That's good. Is that where he's at, you guys? Tenth. No, I think he gets better. I think he can get better. You think he get top five? He's only been on that bike like two days. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we go towards. And he was retired. But do we think <laughs> just he remember gets, do we he th- retired? Last do we think year. he can get a top five? Yeah. To be really honest, because right. I think he'll just do like he's of the he's age. Doing he's just going to do the laps. <laughs> So like, this is like our thing now. We, should get, do a, all the we should get a T-shirt and, that says "Do all the." And laps. just have all the faces of the guys that are just doing all the laps. Do all the laps. Um. So yeah. So I yeah I do think he'll he'll get better. Yeah. I think we'll creep towards that top five and can probably get one at some point. And hey man, you can go to a suspension shop and ride the exact same shit as bro. That's what I was gonna say, dude. I'm sending my shit to Phoenix. Yeah. So <laughs> just got kidding. the borks just blown apart. Right totally now. kidding, guys. Totally kidding. I know. I'm trying to get TCD to do my suspension. Shout out TCD. We'll send it to Phoenix now. Send it to Phoenix. You like it that pro forks. Cir- yeah. Just send in on the form. That pro, PC well, that, special. Those pro those pro circuit forks gonna fit that. Yeah. Say, just put it, put the setting whatever you found in those yeah. in mind. Um. All right. So another rookie here, Talon Hawkins gets eleventh, which I think is that kind of exceeded my expectations, expectations well. too. Yeah. Yeah. I was honestly thinking after practicing the heat, I was like, oh, this kid's barely gonna get in the top fifteen. <laughs> Yeah. You want to talk about a kid that has way too much body language, though? He needs to calm down a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's all over the bike. Him and Barsha, we need to do a clinic and just cut down the bike. Like, we need to get a thing that just makes him stay still. You motherfuckers are never going to be out there, though. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to be the combat. guys never rode a bike to save your life. suck ass. And you are 100% correct. Thank you. I do suck Thank ass. you. We are never going to ride a pro Supercross Wait till the exactly. D-Class to Supercross video drops. Wait till oh, you see how bad I suck. It's going to be terrible. So, <laughs> anyway, um, we already talked about Cody Shock, Henry Miller, 13th, Jace Owen, Tor- Torpedoed my fucking fantasy team. Ooh, he's gonna be 14th. a good pick next week. Yeah, maybe. Fuck off. Okay. Oh, here we fucking go. I know this is coming because I picked this motherfucker. Oh, go ahead and tell me how good Nate Thrasher is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew and it. you can't argue this fucking point because they make this on the broadcast now that he either wins or he does shit. He was good all day. So you can. Oh my fuck! Get the fuck. You know what he reminded me? You know who his style? He's changed. Talk about guys that have changed technique. He reminded me a lot of Christian. He's starting to ride the bike like Christian. But he 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 wins. I don't know what his main is. What? I don't know what his deal in the main is. I don't either. He wins or he shit. Look, man, I've never said the kid's gonna win a title. I I think it'd be cool to win or shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you look at Jordan Smith. He's been in the class a lot less, and he has one less with the Jordan Smith. I just want you to tell me how good he is. Look, fifteen. Look, man. Okay, I gotta. I gotta. Honestly, don't get me wrong. He'll probably win Daytona. I don't. I don't. (laughs) And Atlanta. why, Why do you dislike Thrasher so much? I don't dislike him. But you do. You, you just do. fucking want to tell me how good he, he is. is. And good. it's like, bro, he but got never, 15th. He's on I've, a start. I mean, I've dude, never said he's going to win a about, title. What do you think? What do you think fucking 
He, what do you think? Uh, what's his name? Bobby Regan. Bobby Regan saying to him right now. You think he's like, yeah, man, 15 is great. Go ahead and win Daytona and win fucking what's it called. But the rest of the time, just get 15th. It's cool. No fucking chance. Okay. He cl- look, dude. I've never said Nate is going to win a title, and nobody's ever picked him. So I can understand if somebody said, oh yeah, he's going to win a title. You get upset. But all I've ever said is he's a good rider. He clearly can win, and he deserves a factory ride. I've never said anything more or less. And perfect example is Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith hasn't done anything. Since TLD KTM, and yes. he get, keeps getting rides, and, and, again, and Nate has one less win than him. I share the same sentiment of uh, like... But here, okay, okay, so here's my question before you get to your point. Here's my question. We talk about... <laughs> Shut your mouth. We talk about all these guys like, oh, Moseman or Pierce Brown or Thrasher or Smitter, Smitty or all these... Smitter. Other, Smitter. Smitter. <laughs> Jaleek Swole. Smitter on the shitter, bro. <laughs> Jaleek Swole, all these dudes that don't deserve rides. My question to you is... Who would you put on their bike? I don't even because dude. there's a lot of dudes. Okay, you say Henry Miller. I think Henry Miller on a on a factory bike would do better. But what two spots he, better? He wouldn't be a Nate he's, Thrasher. He's fan. still never going to win. Her. That's the thing, though. The question I ask. I is, don't know, man. Here's the thing: is it? But who uh, you, who would you put on Nate who Thrasher's would you put? bike? Who would you put? Who would you put that's going to get a win? Jason? Nobody. Jeremy Hand, I love Jeremy Hand, Ohio kid. Yeah. But let's be real, you put him on a star bike, he's not going to win. I don't. Yeah. That's don't the know, thing man. is, you can talk shit about him all you want, and it's justified. But the question still remains. And Bobby, I just don't feel like I was talking a bunch of shit. I feel like you you're were trying not, to hype him up like he was some. But I never said he could win the title. Talent, and I'm like, he is dude, a great talent. I'm like, dude, he's he is good. a great talent. If you can win a I'm supercross like, race, you're a great talent. He's two actually. Of them. You know what I feel like the real debate was last year was like, like yeah. He can win a Daytona. He can win an Atlanta Motor Speedway if we go there. Yeah, you put him in any winning, sort of winning the SMX. You bro. put him in any sort of stadium. The but yet he goes and wins the last race. Ride. But he goes and wins the last race in Utah and has Hunter Lawrence draped all over him the whole entire man. I don't know, man. Just coming I on feel, his back. I feel. <laughs> Look, I, on him. I've 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 just never said that Nate's going to win a title. I've said that he's, he's... He's not. Okay, and I've never said he's going to. I said he deserves a factor rod. He is a great talent, and he's fast enough to win. Dude, he was on top of the board the whole entire day, and he kept Hunter within, what, between 2-4 and 3-1 seconds the whole entire heat race? So, honestly, if Nate doesn't go down and that dude in the heat race shows up, Nate probably gets on the box. Maybe. So, I've never said he's going to win a title. I just don't understand where, oh, he's not a great talent. If you can win a Supercross race, let alone three... You're a great talent because there's know. a lot of dudes re- that have never won a race. I don't honestly remember how the whole argument even started. He just doesn't before. like Nate it just was just like he doesn't like Max Anstey. Yeah, he just doesn't like Max Anstey. I don't remember. No, maybe this even did this, did it even start in fantasy? Maybe no. Because I've never picked Nate Thrasher in fantasy. Oh, I did. It burnt me this weekend. Just go wait till you go to Daytona. Look, he's not winning Daytona. Look, he just Maxis. Hopefully, he shits the bed again this weekend. So he's not an all star. The next time, yeah, he's gonna go to the Triple Crown and probably win. So. I don't know, man. Like, it's wild, and especially now that they bring it up on the broadcast, how drastically different he is at race. And I told, and I told, like understand I said, that fifteenth, yeah, and then he could win next week, and it would not surprise anyone. And then no. get fifteenth the next week, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing? I totally mm-hmm. understand it, but I just asked the question. I would even ask this to Ricky straight to his face: Who are you going to put on his bike that could win? I don't because I can I can go down the list know, of man. dudes. And I can't think of a single person that I could go. Hayden yeah, he could. Hayden get, Deegan. Hayden Deegan's not going to win. <laughs> but you get. But do you get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I Pierce Brown. Like, we like Pierce Brown, a, but I don't see Pierce people. Brown winning a race. Yeah, like I like I understand. I'm just saying it's like it's a it's a wild. It is. Very, it is very weird. Thing. I've never seen somebody that is so up and down. I just 
everybody talks about Bobby like expecting this out of his guys. But once again, even Bobby would probably go, yeah, man, I can go through the list, though, and I don't know who I could hire that could just win a race at any given time. Well, luckily for Star Yamaha, they keep the they keep the amateur tube full, so there is plenty of guys in line here. Yeah, to there's going to be like 10, 250 dudes come yeah, out. Yeah. It's, it's different, though. Nate Thrasher isn't a Jarrett Fry. No, he's not. He's not a Matt LeBlanc. He's not. Yeah. He's not disposable. Yeah, because he know. can win. Yeah. Look, if he couldn't win, this would be a totally yeah. different conversation. That's the only reason he's got that ride still. Exactly. Because but he's you go, races. you go through the list of people on you the team. You take away those wins and you give him the rest of the stuff, right. and you even give him like his second best finishes, which are say like fifths or sixths. Yeah. You're not wrong. He's off he, that team he's already. Still yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. No, I don't disagree with that at all. But that's the thing is, you look through the t- guys on that 250 squad, and if Smitty would have never came on the team, there's only one other guy on that team on that team that has a win, and that's Jacob. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, well, now leave that kitchen. All right. So, moving on here, hammer. rounding this off. So, Hardy, Hardy fucking Munoz, 16th. <laughs> you got that start in the... Fuck he, uh, yeah, uh, he did. He, I took him off my fantasy. So did I. I did, too. <laughs> I don't I don't really Which, like fantasy anymore. I think I'm going to stop playing. It's a very I'm, quitter attitude of you. It's fine. It'll you get oh, smoked like... your dick kicked that bad. I don't even know what I got yesterday, dude, to be honest. Mine, was, mine wasn't I great. No, I, was I was like... I had Jack Chambers. Let's I be, had Justin listen, Hill. Listen, I had the most badass team possible, and then I got Justin Hill and fucking... Let's put it this uh, way. After the uh, 250 main, I was like 15,000. I had Justin Hill, AC, Sexton, and I don't know who my other guy was. Hey, you want to hear how badass my 250 team was? Yeah. Hymas, Park, Deegan, and then fucking Thrasher. Oh, I had Hymas, Anstey, Chambers, and I don't know who my other guy was. And then my 450 team, equally as good. And then I had a Justin Hill. What'd you get for a score? Two thirty something. I think. Oh yeah, See, I, I, no I, I, I only got two twelve. I have no idea what I got. I, I, I made up you some have. points, but I have no idea who I got. I made up some points, but also didn't make up what I want needed to make up. Or, like the potential is there. This is riveting radio here. Um, no, I save had, it for the show. Yeah, on Thursday. Save, it, save it for the show. Hold on, I'm, I'm right. I did here. pick no, Hymas as well, though. Save it for the show. I picked I picked Deegan, but I picked. Chambers. I was looking at those guys. I was like, "There's no fucking way they finish outside the top ten. Yeah, I don't know. It was all right. Let's move on. Like I said, it was bad. Um, yeah. So Hardy Munoz <coughs> got sixteenth. Uh, mm-hmm. Brock Hardin. Pappy seventeenth. That was a shock to me. I've I've I've, keep, I've heard that name for a long time. I've wrenched for kids that we used to race Brock Pappy way back in the day, but like he hasn't really done anything. So to no. see him just get in was a little bit of a shock. To me. I heard he was kind of a ween. <laughs> Your your suspicions would be right, Jeremy. Yeah, Han- well, I, well, I heard he just like started some drama at the track. Your suspicions would be right, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Hand, eighteenth. Michael Hicks, who raced the yeah, yeah. the so night that's before. Why I, that's why I took him off my team. I was like, this motherfucker drove all night from Nevada. Drove, what is that Al- like? His no, thir- Alabama. What is that like? His thirty ninth arena cross title? No, know. Reno, Nevada. Was it? I think he was in Reno, drove straight through to Houston. Speaking of arena cross, is Kyle Peters going to ride in a supercross this year? No, I think he's done. Oh, well, yeah. you know, probably making more money than um, arena cross. All right, Luke Neese, 20th. De- picked him. De- Devin Simonson, 21st. Did, Did you pick, pick him? him? Did you no, stick with that one? No, no, I took that one off. I was and so bummed. the cat, 22nd. <laughs> He qualified. You owe me fucking 20 bucks. He did qualify. Arthur did make Arthur it. Made Arthur the made the main. Hey, the main. Motherfucker got it handed to him, though. Hey, I'm here to... What? He rode through, went guys. Chambers went down. Went down. No. Yeah. He was fucking... Yeah, Chambers went down when he was in fucking, like, third or fourth anyway. Oh, whoever was in fourth would have got him. All I was right. going to say, well, AJ was moving through, dude. Anyways. AJ rode really right, well last so night up until the main. I don't know what did. happened. Well, so what's he the, was like, I'm in the main. Here's my write-off. Yeah. So what's the tinfoil? 
Uh, okay, well, your oh, 250, ra- 250 race recap brought to you by Adept Creative Co. Thank you, Adept. Check them out. Adept. Thank you, Eric Rondell. Yep. Yeah, um, you. All right, so last section of the night here, the TLR tinfoil hat here. Oh, boy. <sighs> you got one loaded up? No, I didn't even know we were doing the segment, to be honest no. with you. Joey Savacci and the Rick Ware Racing Crew are continue to be parked way out in the back of the privateer pits. Why? Oh, SMX is a, top or a world because they're a world supercross team. Bingo, bingo. Anybody want to argue this point? No. Okay. No. Thank you. Honestly, uh, though, I more our TLR tinfoil is like we are radical left over here. I've n- I have actually not seen any. Maybe because I haven't been looking for them, but like I only look at like pit bits from Vital. Mm-hmm. I have not seen their setup yet. What does their setup even look like? Are they coming in a rig like like a like That's a freight the thing liner? They're, they're blackballing them because of yeah. I, I just mean, want to know I mean, like what I mean, their literally, rig looks like. Literally, so Steve did a post race interview with him, and he was like, "Well, you know, maybe next week they'll park you a little closer." And Joey's like, "Honestly, we went up and asked to get parked closer to the front because he's a top ten guy, so he should be closer to the front." And he's like, "They wouldn't even listen to us." They would not even talk to us. That's pretty funny. So it's got to be a World Supercross thing. They literally are parking him, which is super strange because Hep is also involved in World yeah, Supercross. But, Hep, but it has Ken Rocks. And also, though, it's technically yeah, even that's though. That's weird, dude. See, he is with World Supercross. Here, here's too, the thing, so. though. And yeah, maybe it all has still, to do with. He's Ken Rocks. Mm-hmm. And even though it is Hep, it's technically not Hep, though, over there. It's PMG. It is. It's the same team. guy, but it's not under the hat name. It's under the PMG. splitting yeah. hairs here. No, I don't disagree with you. There's a lot, of, probably a lot of validity to that. Hmm. I mean, when he's when he's saying literally, we asked to get parked closer to the front, and they told us no, or like wouldn't even hear us. Like, okay, I mean, it really isn't that crazy of a tinfoil hat segment. But it was Look, just man, maybe Rick Ware should week. throw around some of that IndyCar NASCAR money and just pay his way to the front. No, fuck them. I don't know. Our- wow, we were doing really well up until that comment. I mean, I made the joke about Sean Brennan, but you just... Dude, it's the shit's ridiculous, man. The <sighs> shit is ridiculous. And it was it was the conversation with Coach last week talking about the guys wanting to start a team with him and how he refuses until there's a way to be profitable as a team. And I've thought about it all week, and it's 100% true, and I can't fucking stand it because it's, once again, a thing that would help grow the sport, but because the promoters stand in our fucking way as assholes... There we are. Here's the one thing I look And for. there went our media passes for the rest of the fucking career. Shout out Sean Brennan. Yep. Wow. I know you're, I I know you're I listening. Just, I guess we're Shout just going to take it. I know, Shout out I know you're listening to me, bud. It's totally hey, fine. Hey, Sean, I got no problem. Anytime, I don't either. I would like to testify. Hit, anytime <laughs> you guys want to have a conversation about what the fuck is wrong, you're what I think is hoe. wrong, and maybe set me on the... Here's the thing. I hey, would totally I, I wanna, have... This isn't me. I want to test bike. I would totally have a legitimate conversation with... Dave Prater, Sean Brennan, any of the dudes at Feld to talk about what I feel is wrong with the series as to why you can't make oh, money and what yeah, they have but the wrong. Thing is, is and why would they? Why what, would they listen to you when they won't even listen to a guy like Steve Astafin? Why are they listening to me anyway and fucking blackballing me when I get fucking six hundred views an episode? Like, what the fuck am I to you? Yeah. You're a billion dollar company and you give a shit about what I fucking say on my podcast from my garage in the middle of nowhere, fucking Michigan. <laughs> Apparently, there's some validity to it because the only reason you get upset. At someone saying shit like that oh, is Justin's because point. the shit is true, wow, and that's what it is. I'm just looking at the camera. That was yeah, Justin's I know, man. I, dude, I have a little bit of psychology in my background. Uh, um, and like I said, I'm open to any conversation. I am not belligerent. I will have a very calm conversation. We can have it on or off the record. 
I will express what again what I think is wrong or why I feel that there are not positive attributes to what's going on and you can you can set me straight and and plead your point no problem and again it can be on or off the record this can be a private phone call that we can record it and put it out there I don't care I will have the conversations no problem you want to do it at a race no problem I come to races I pay to get in there no issue there I'll have a conversation with you at the race in person I, I'm totally open to it. I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to come in swinging and be like, fuck you, like you fucking suck. Shake your hand. Nice to meet you. Have a nice, pleasant conversation with you about what I feel is wrong, what I feel you're doing wrong, and why we cannot correct this. Because there is zero reason that I should not be able to start a team and show a profit. Zero reason. All right, because so got, trust me, yeah. I got a lot of ideas for starting I got, teams. I got nothing to piggyback off that. I just have a question since we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about this in World Supercross. All honesty from you guys, and this is not we're months down the road, but being that the first round is back in Great Britain and it lines up with the weekend of the Redbud National or the week of, honestly, and we know that it's going to be they have their own streaming platform. It's going to be on Fox Sports. How much do you guys actually think the World Supercross, the numbers are going to be compared to the Outdoor Series? Because we know, no offense, outside of Joey, nobody other than the rounds that Ken dips in is really going to be at the, that, the first year of World Supercross. Maybe Shane. I don't know. Adam Bailey hasn't called me to talk about coming over there for media stuff <laughs> no, either. So. <laughs> no, no, man. Like, what do you, what Which do you I wish th- it would because like, I totally oh, that'd be bad. Be down. Do what it. do you think... It's going to look like depends what the certain restrictions are to go over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. TLR ten four. So and we're canceled what do, yet again. What do I think it's going to be? I don't honestly know. Because, like, do you think the turnout is because once again, because oh, that getting that gets to the point of the outdoor series where the outdoor series is kind of like, ah, eh, we need something fresh, so people are gonna. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah. I'm gonna watch both, especially because it's well, gonna I'm be a fan of the sport. But yeah. like, I I look at it and I just go. I just don't see how this first year with the talent that we know that's going to be there is really going to draw a lot of numbers. It just really depends because we don't know what the talent is that's going to be there. Like, they haven't made any announcements yet. They've just started firing right, up. I know the that Jet, Hunter, Joe, I know that uh, Dylan's not going to be there. I know that Vial's not going to be there. J-Mart. Yeah, but they so they just fired up the social media machine because I know you follow this shit. And so World Supercross leading into and during the entire World Supercross championship two rounds there they they were on it every day multiple yeah. times a day everything they like did really that, well right? and then all and then when they were done just like normal like there just hasn't been hardly anything it's been pretty radio silent the other day i started seeing it again on instagram which means they're firing it back up because we're starting to roll into this here so. i just don't see how they're going to draw anybody for the first year outside of joey whatever ken dips in and that's it no, There's nobody else I can think of. Who pops out of the woodwork from over in Europe? You might get like a Yago Gertz or something. I don't Eight, know. Wow, he I, might be in a 250 title. Like battle. I said, having not heard, and who knows here what's going on behind closed doors with what guys are thinking. None of about our top guys. It. I'll just say that that none of our top guys are going to be over there. I think this. So this year will Outside be. Kenny. This year will be. Yeah. I think very tough for them too, strictly based on the fact of this. As we talked about this SMX thing, and nobody really knows about like. But I think it's going to be How five much years outdoor stuff. I think it's going to be the five years that this whole Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall series is going to be. No, because Jet and Hunter will never be over there because Honda will not allow them. I, 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 Mertz unless, is one of the smartest. Mertz, unless Mertz negotiates, it's not going to happen. It, was, Mertz is one of the smartest dudes, but there's no way he will convince Honda that they will be able to get them to go over there. Honda will just tell you, "Fine, then go kick rocks. 
You can go ride for a team over go there. Go start your own team, and they probably will. I was going to say. I don't, I, think, I, don't, I don't see that, man. I, I would be super interested to talk to Mertz to see, even off the record here, to see what the plan is, because I will 100% guarantee you there's a plan to take those boys there. There might be a plan, but I don't see how it's possible being on Team Honda. I maybe you on another team. That's I, maybe how. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it'll be there, which will be funny, too. We know Sexton will never be there. <clears throat> KTM, that's not happening. No. So you'll never see Chase Sexton. I'm just, I'm looking at, we knowing how these teams are working with this whole new series. The top level guys, I just don't see a path for them to be over there outside of them leaving the current teams that they're on. Which is probably see, what will I happen. I see Star getting in it. I can see Star getting in it too. Yeah. I, I really, I, I honestly think Bobby Regan will buy out one of the teams. Yeah, and then if they got riders here that aren't performing very well, send them over there. I don't even think that's the case. I bet they send or they send Benick. It over really, there now. it really depends because I bet you, if it works the way they want it to work, and the teams start to actually make money mm-hmm. at it, which is the way it should be, it will get very interesting with some of these privateer teams yeah. what starts to happen especially when you get to like a star hey jet hunter oh. coming back home <laughs> so i'd like to ask coach this since he's talking about making teams profitable and has people that want to bring money to a team why hasn't he explored that option the world supercross thing yeah uh that's a great question i don't know i think that was an interesting deal just because of it being a new series and nobody really knows how it's going to go these people might want to jump in but they kind of want to jump in probably with something that's established per se Mm -hmm. the problem being as coach said there just isn't a way to profitability where we stand right now with the united states series with either one outdoors or indoors the one thing i will say and we've talked about this before Anybody know who's, who Adam Bailey is and what he did for V8 Supercars and the Saudi group in that? The one thing I will mention to everybody, though, is is that if we get a year, two years into this, especially when the, that $50 million from the Saudi money starts getting towards the top and they start running out, and this thing ain't turning a profit, Adam Bailey will dip out. Adam Bailey is too smart of a businessman and doesn't have an ego where if he sees that it's not making money, he will clean his hands with it. Yeah. Because that was the thing when he completely revamped the v8 supercar series he saw a profit there i'm telling you this right now that dude sees where this place is not it's not making any money it will go away and somebody else will have to pick it up because he will not bend over backwards and lose his ass to try to make something profitable if it's not he's too smart and you know the saudi group people don't give a shit yeah there's too much money floating around there though for that for this not to work but you got to get the guys though that that's the only way i I can see you have to get the guys and i just don't see how it's going to work for five years I think there will be some guys that will get bought into that series that it will blow your mind. And then probably never, and probably when it comes out of like how much they're getting bought out into that series, then it's you won't see him be- in America. Why? Ken Roxon's racing here. Ken's doing it because he's on a team though. I'm talking about the factory guys like Jet, Hunter, Joe eventually, Coop, well, Coop, whatever. Sexton, all the the guys, the next guys that are the next wave of talent. The teams that they ride for right now, it's not a possibility. I know. I, I'm not arguing that. And I also don't think that Jet and Hunter, unless they just go back to riding World Supercross and then GPs, because I don't think those dudes just don't want to ride outdoors. I think they like riding dirt bikes too much to just ne- just only ride Supercross, especially Hunter of all people. I've had this conversation before that there's these guys, they love Supercross and they love to make money, but there's a lot of guys that just love riding dirt bikes. And if you tell Jet and Hunter, yeah, you're never going to ride outdoors again if you go over here, I don't think they're going to be on board with that. I'm not 100% sure on that. 
There are certain guys. I will I will give you. There are certain guys. Like Dylan, yep, 100%. I think Chase is one of those dudes that like wants to well, I can't Nah. I can't buy into that, man. He's he's he did too well last year. He did too well. Maybe. I don't know. That one I give like maybe like a 50-50 split on. I think Webb, you Well, gonna, Webb's different. You're going to see Webb do it. I th- I don't think you'll ever see Webb at World Supercross. You want to bet? No, I don't think so. I don't see I it. I think I could see Webb there. I don't you think don't it, think I, they're going to throw him up? bunch of money next year just because they throw him a lot of money doesn't mean he's going to do it what do you think these guys race for they also ride dude you what do you think webb wants to ride outdoors no webb doesn't want to ride outdoors i just don't think webb is the world travel man that you think he is yeah that could be that, that could it, be you gotta you I, gotta I, you that. gotta I play give, into, i'll give yeah. you that I'll you gotta just that. like ap is never gonna ride world supercross no i don't think he is either <laughs> they ain't got horses over there exactly that's what i mean <laughs> you, you guys Money is the ultimate goal, but I think that you guys sometimes forget who these people are when they have the helmets off. And some of these guys are just not going to live overseas. They're yeah. not going to want to be on a plane in Great Britain one weekend and then go back home to California and then be back on a plane again. Yeah. That shit is tough. Yeah. Hey, last thing before we close this out. Yep. So, I, Justin Cooper, right? They move, and I don't know if this is going to have an effect on anything, but it might. Uh, they move MXDN to October 7th. Oh, oh, oh yeah. boy. Did you see who's getting married on October 7th? Yeah, 100K later. Who? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Jake uh, Hoop and his chick. They're getting married. No shit. Yeah, and somebody was like, why don't you just move the date? And, of course, rich girl thing. Well, we paid over 100K on I thought it. that was Jake Hoop that, that said it, though, as well. No. Yeah, did you see who was talking crap about to him? Who? Denny Stevenson. Oh, was yeah, he? That's not a surprise. Yeah, well, Denny's got a little screw loose, but... Yeah, they moved it to uh, yeah. format well with all everybody's series. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was like, hey, we spent 100 k on this. We've already set the dates or whatever. Because somebody was like, oh, I guess Jacob's not riding for America. No. And after Look, last man. year, that's kind of a... And mm-hmm. here's the thing. And if he has a hell of an outdoor season. Here's the thing, man. Coming from somebody that firmly believes in the MX of Nations. Look, guys. Sometimes things... Dead. Some What? MXON's dead, dude. Well, I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to go, look, guys. Some things are more important than riding a dirt bike. I'll be interested. If you to got see. a wedding that your ch- go to the wedding, chicks' wedding, chicks' parents are billionaires. Spent a hundred k. Have we ever figured out what her dad does? Oh, no, pharma- but a pharmaceutical. Stuff? Yeah, apparently they I sold think. their business for a billion dollars. You looked at this? No, somebody was talking about it that knows like Jay Coop's situation because that whole thread came up on Vital. Yeah. Somebody was like, "Yeah, they sold it for like a billion dollars." So a why billion? Does it- a billion with a B. So Jay Coop could just get his chicks dad to just start his own team and just well so ride that for the rest of his career so he's gonna get married and then just fucking retire <laughs> look man if your chick's <laughs> parents are worth a billion dollars you don't have to have to ride a dirt bike ever again dude mm-hmm. you know that if you want to buy a private jet dad will buy a private jet oh wait they already it. have yeah, one. one hey but you know it's what i hope he does hmm. i hope he starts like dripping that lifestyle on people though fucking own it you mean wearing like forty five thousand dollar designer shades yeah yeah, our sport needs see, that, I but I don't see... think Justin Cooper's that guy. But our sport needs something like that. Look, I can't see Jay Coop with his bent, <laughs> his bent neck. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. All right, what? That's dude, haven't you ever looked at Jay Coop? It's a lopsided neck? face, dude. We're done. <laughs> no, dude, it's a neck thing. Okay, his neck I'm, is okay like, well, anyway, I'm muting you guys, we're done. All right, this has been episode two twenty four. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> Houston wrap up show. We will be back next week to oh, wrap up oh, oh, Tampa. Oh, oh, oh boy. On, I swear on. to God, if you talk about Justin Cooper's neck no, again, no, 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 I'm no, going to no, turn no, your no, mic no. off. It's about next week. It's about next week. Okay. So I can come do the, the live. 
my back. I can come do the live show Saturday. Yeah. Sunday's going to be tough. I forgot Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Super Bowl is Sunday. I can come do the live show Saturday night, but I don't know about Sunday if I can do it because I told you guys I'll be in Detroit. Yeah. So I thought you were in Detroit this week. No, I'm in Detroit next weekend. So I can come do the live show, but I don't think I'll be able to do the post show on Sunday because of the Super Bowl. Forgot about that. I was thinking about that today. I was like, shit. Were we doing a Monday show for that? I don't know. I don't think we. No, you guys did it last year. You and Kev did it. No. Okay, because I. We'll talk about this later. Thanks Monday. for tuning I in. I might everyone. be able to find a guest to come in. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for uh, thanks to all our sponsors here: Complete Racing Solutions, TLR Coatings, Holster Co, Gutterworks, JT Cycle, Dep Creative Co, Isaac Nelson Design, Edgewood Farms. Thanks everybody. Thank thanks you. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, yeah, comment down below. We we'll try to be better next week for Tampa wrap up.